When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Two, three, four. Don't mind if I do. Are you ready? Gavino and Rich. Honestly, how do I deal with you every day? So ridiculous. What? You're such a fool. Get out of here. Oh, I'm a jackie. Here we go. Cavino and Rich. Let's go. Alright! I'm feeling ready. You feeling ready or what? Always ready. Ready player one. Steve Cavino. Ready like Fat Five Freddy. Thank you guys for being here. National Woman's Day. What's up, ladies? Hello, ladies. International. You forget all that international booty? I was going to shout them out separately. What's up, my international ladies? Mm, hello, ladies. How do's it? Hey, baby. Hey. <laughs> Want a ruffle? It's Cavino and Rich and Spot. Shout out all the ladies. They may be black, white, American, Indian, or Japanese. Doesn't matter. Even Bato Nuts? Bato Nuts. Let's go. And we be rocking out. I like him brown, yellow, Puerto Rican, and Haitian. My name is Steve Cavino from the Zulu Nation. I thought that's where you were going. Oh, the beautiful ladies. Well, oh, I paused. I didn't want to interrupt your lyrics. Bing! Holy mother nugget! And holy mother meatball! I'm reading feedback. I was like, wow, did Aaron Rodgers just stumble over bubble. International Women's Day? Is there late breaking news? Oh, did you I didn't see it? it? No. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. He's already, he signed today. What did I tell you yesterday? He signed? Bow, 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 bow. Go, pack, go. You know what's so funny, though? Bow, 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 I've bow, seen, bow, you know, bow. headlines of Aaron Rodgers, but... It didn't register to me that they were like updates. Oh, you were looking at you were looking news. at the update that he was at uh at Badiati's uh Badiati Adiati. He was at Bakhtiati's wedding with Shadeline Woodley. So I it's like there's gonna be women. Bakhtiatis. Like, I think it's in bad taste that Aaron Rodgers wanted to make this announcement on our day. It's Women's Day. He had three hundred and sixty-four. Is he trying to like steal our shame? So like well. so typically Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I said it. Yesterday, and it was no big stretch, I mean, of the imagination, but... 200 mil. I think... Yeah. Cowherd and... It's every scroll I make is Aaron Rodgers. Stephen A. Smith and every other talking head and Fox and ESPN person was saying the same exact thing. Green Bay is his easiest way to just keep dominating, but it's could he get to the next level... But four years? Because that's Becker, our buddy Becker no, said that. No, it is four, year, four years, that. 200 mil. Makes him the highest paid player in league history. Wow. Incredible. Incredible. So props to him. I'm sorry. While we were doing the show, I'm seeing our feedback scroll by, and our buddy Becker said four years, and he had question marks. And I was like, for Aaron Rodgers? On Woman's Day? How dare he? 
But anyway, oh, congratulations to him. Could he and shout out to all the ladies? Sneak one more Super Bowl. He has one, but I am the lady for man. a guy of his caliber and a guy that goes practically thirteen and three. Now with the extra game, what fourteen and three, thirteen and four every year. You would have thought one more Super Bowl, right? But he has one. You can't take one away from him. And but could he sneak his team? Could he sneak one more true. in? Could he sneak one more? I in? think he could. You think staying true, you you still go Karma. by the whole old school, like, yeah. stay with the team? Yeah, I do. I, I do. I mean, I, I don't frown on what Tom Brady did, you know, but there's something to be said about that. I don't think the there loyalty. is any more. I, I agree with you old school cool style. I know, because you're going to be like, cool, though. you're going to be like, well, a guy like Jeter only played for the pinstripes. That's nice. Yeah, I, I get it. But do you think of Cal Ripken? You're like, all right. Yeah, that, that's you know, old school thinking. It's Yeah, what's wrong with that? You don't see it anymore, which makes it special. Oh, it is special. That's all I'm saying. And the fans probably love it too. When people start playing for all these different teams, it tarnishes their own career. And it's their legit, leg, oh. legacy and, and career to tarnish. But like I was looking up Bo Jackson's stats, his short-lived yeah. baseball stats. And you think of him as a Kansas City Royal. And then you know he was a White Sox. But do you remember him as an angel? No. <laughs> because nobody wants to remember yeah, but that was someone his, at the end like that. That was his shitty moment. Like I, I look at a guy like Peyton Manning or Tom Brady, and I feel like they made the right move. Like, that's but that's a rarity where someone goes and plays well for another team like that. That's a rarity. That's a short conversation. That's a short list of people. It's true. I you can't know, argue that. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. Can't argue that. But I, I do I do understand free agency. Doesn't register. Doesn't register with an older. Not saying you being older, but like I find myself. I said this on Fox the other night. I find myself. Yeah, but you're making an argument where I have none. All I'm saying is it's nice because we rarely see that. I'm not saying that's the way it should. You're making it seem like I'm saying that's the way it should be. That's nice. I agree. I'm not arguing. It's actually nice. I never said that. You put words in my mouth. I I agree 100. It's it's nice when a guy stays with a team his whole career. I understand, but. When you, loyalty and stuff like that, those are not words that are synonymous with sports. That you're you're as valuable to your team as how good you are. I do get that. Because I, if I Aaron Rodgers let up a little bit, they would have been like, yo, fucking peace out. Jordan Love, step on up. So, But you know what you do? You categorize your career with two chapters. And there's going to be one chapter of, hey, this is when I was dominant. And then you're going to have the second chapter of, yeah, and this is when I was ass and I went to another team. Agreed, At least bro. Aaron Rodgers, even if he's ass for the next four years, is still that same long and wonderful it's chapter with Green Bay. I, I think when a star... He in Denver. Like, yeah, I remember when he was in Denver, he was ass. Yeah, but people are people are coming up with bunk examples. And I only say that because bunk's the, prep, the proper word. Like Patrick Ewing as a Sonic or with the Orlando bunk. Magic. Bunk, but that's because Patrick Ewing was done. And no one really wanted him, but right. it was like, well, it's Patrick Ewing, so eh, we'll, we'll, we'll put him on a small deal. Put some people in the seats. Yeah, we're, we're talking about when a guy is a star and he hits free agency. Like, I take nothing away from Bryce Harper, who's like, yo, I had a good time in Washington. I'm a free agent. Went to Philly. It's like Kershaw. It's just testing your value. Where is he going to end up? If Kershaw, if Kershaw goes somewhere else and he's a, a solid top of the rotation guy, are you going to say that tarnishes his no, Dodgers career? It. It's a business. And that's why I'm saying it's just nice to see because it's so rare. You're right. That someone's going to play their full career on one team. I'll give you that. And that's how it looks I'll for Aaron Rodgers. So you got to respect it. And that's why, to bring it full circle to where we were, 
I was saying, yeah, karma might give them one more championship because it's rare that someone sticks with one team nowadays. Oh, no doubt. In out fact, of loyalty. And it's not just all out of loyalty. I'm sure, you know, they made him the highest paid player and money had something to do with it. But I, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure control and money. Yeah. Big factors are a big factor as to why you stay somewhere. Um, but it's so funny. Aaron Rodgers is in the news every day yeah. that like I sort of just scrolled past him without realizing way, that he signed. There's a uh, story that he and Shailene Woodley were spotted at that wedding. Yeah. But out of that doing story, the electric slide or no, the uh, of, keep it shuffle out of that story came a video that I want the two of you to recreate. Let okay. me let me see if you're capable of, of doing this. Right, let's see. I would love to see the two of you do this. Oh, shit. I can tell you already. No, no, please. I want the two of you. It's it's all in in uh, it's oh wait it's well, all it's very homo ironic it's all physics and momentum, so I think the two of you yeah. can accomplish it. You have the strength. I think we, the I think we could, but I don't want to hold Kavino. I don't want to I don't want to go balls to balls with Kavino. <laughs> no, it's like balls to belly. Go balls to belly. Now, Rich and I made a vow seventeen years ago to uh, never go ball to ball. Yeah, ball Come to ball, on. not our style. We never we we vowed to never do that. Yeah, anyway. I mean, listen, Kavino, I'm not gonna I. Just so everyone knows, I'm not disagreeing with Kavino. It is nice when a guy stays on the same team, but there's different reasons for these things. Like, Jeter stayed a Yankee his whole career. And if you remember at the end... Oh, now it's, now it's way cooler. Okay, come on. Yeah, I, Jeter I never really stayed a Yankee. said anything other than it's, it's nice because oh, we nice. rarely see it. it. Jeter stayed a Yankee his whole career, and you know there's sort of a reason for that. And the reason for that was the Yankees made it impossible for him to leave. Like, we'll pay you. We'll make you you're the captain. Like, you can't really leave. Like, if you're a star player, they're not going to let you leave. Like, Aaron Rodgers. I, I mean, I posed the question then. Who's the next guy? It's not Russell Wilson. Who's the next guy in sports that's a lifer? Ooh. Um. Because it's so now, rare. I ask you this, Mike Trout. What if eventually he's like, yo, the Angels stink and he's not a lifer. Let's say, yeah, let's say, a Yankee. let's say Mike Trout's like, yo, the Angels have done nothing to build around me. I'm the best player in, in his mind. He's like, I'm the best player since Mickey yeah. Mantle. And he'll no one knows who I am. He'll see what he's worth. He'll see the dollar signs. But doesn't he have he'll some ridiculous? Clamored. Doesn't he have like some 12 year contract? I'm sure there's an out at some point. But if a, if a superstar leaves, I look at it like, yeah, they're trying to win. Like people look at it like, oh, look what LeBron did. I think what LeBron did was smart. He tried to win in different places. Well, they were changing smart. the game. It just stung or hit in a different way back then because we weren't used to that sort of mentality of players calling their shots, which, you know, is the world we live in now. So who's that next lifer? The next lifer. Burrow? Josh Allen? The guy that's on his team forever? Giannis? He likes Milwaukee, but... He's loyal, but if Milwaukee he seems like a like a loyal dude. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's like, it, honestly, there no one's loyal. If you start losing, and there's a free agent market... Like, look at Russell Wilson. It might be a Washington commander. Kyler Murray already is like, yo, Arizona, step it up or I'm outie. So if you think that the younger mentality is like, yo, I'm sticking around through thick and thin. People want to win. People want to get paid. And I'm not saying that's the right answer, but that's the truth, right? Short lifespan. Got to make your money while you can. So Aaron Rodgers sticking to the Green Bay Packers. Good for him. He's kicking or sticking? He's sticking.
Big news. Didn't mean to take away from International Women's Day or anything, but got to make that announcement. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Becker. Thank you, patrons. Welcome to our Patreon. Do I think Aaron Rodgers is overrated? That's from Stoney. Uh, I don't think he's overrated. I think he's postseason. Postseason. It's like James Harden. He's like, yeah, he'll get you to the playoffs. Plays solid all year, but can his style of play actually win the big game? Yeah, I would say James Harden is like Aaron Rodgers because I think Aaron Rodgers is the best example of the best regular season player every year, it seems. Yet he has one stinker in the playoffs, so the team doesn't deliver. And, you know, to think that Aaron Rodgers plays Aaron at the Rogers caliber. Is like Aaron Rodgers. To think that he's played at the caliber he does. It's not even like Aaron Rodgers has lost Super Bowls. He's only made it to the Super Bowl yeah. one time, which means. Yo, if a guy makes it, like, you got to at least give a guy like Jim Kelly credit. He lost four in a row, but he got them there. Aaron Rodgers only got them there one time, and he's, like, the best. He's a great player. He must he's have a bad man. Spock, can you look up a quick stat, and then we'll be, we'll done be, we'll be done being nerdy? I bet you Aaron Rodgers. never be done being nerdy. That's true. Why would you, why would you make these I, promises? I can't promise I'll be done being why nerdy. Why would you make promises you can't keep? Aaron Rodgers. I would. Pants on fire. I would bet you. I bet you. Aaron Rodgers has the most NFC championship losses, possibly. Or he's got to be in the top five, top three, maybe. Who has lost more NFC championship games? I know, like, Steve Young couldn't get over the hurdle many times, but Aaron Rodgers might have lost more NFC championship games than anyone else. Yeah, I wouldn't debate that. Because he, you think about it, he's he's a a reigning MVP once again, because he's that good. But... We're in a sport that's measured by winning when it matters. Yeah. You, you know, the analogy you would love because you're a big baseball guy. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Donovan McNabb and Steve Young oh, are tied for losing the most. Can I guess how many? Yes, you may. Three or four. Four. I was, oh, was going to say five. Quattro. Four. That was a little higher than that. Yeah. Quattro. I know, I know Young, Young lost a bunch. Well, he's still a great player. Graphic. How cute. Donovan McNabb, I believe, lost three in a row of those four. The Eagles, I mean, they lost in the Super Bowl to the Pats that one year, but I think they they were in the NFC Championship game year after year, so Philly fans probably thought... Tied next is Detmer, Favre, and White. Something about it, though. I think there's something psychological. I mean, he's already won the Super Bowl, so... Bono? Aaron Rodgers has nothing to prove here, but there is something about somebody like, a, let's say, Big Poppy. You thought I was going to say Jeter, but let's yeah. say Big Poppy, who rises to the occasion. Yeah. And they step up in a different way and they shine brighter when the lights are bright. Like a diamond. And there's something about it. It's an X factor. It's an intangible. And I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers doesn't have it. He's won the Super Bowl. Yeah. But he doesn't have that same sort of magic that a big pop he has, that a Tom Brady uh-huh. has. And you could relate it to like even your childhood. You knew those kids that you played sports with growing up who were great at the playground. And they were really good on your front lawn or really good in gym class. But for whatever reason, when the pressure yeah. was on and they were in an actual game, they weren't good. My, my buddy Barnando would be a great example of that. Barnando, and I'm just trying to make it relatable here. He was a great basketball player and he was five foot nothing. Wiffle ball player. Hundred and nothing. We had a hundred nothing you pounds. You got nothing. He was hitting bombs. You know, he was always the fastest kid, but always very skillful, right? When it came down to actual games and playing actual games, yeah, he was good enough to make the team, but always pressed maybe too hard mm-hmm. or did something different 
where he didn't perform the same way. And I remember that every year when you'd have baseball tryouts in yeah. high school, you knew this. there was a kid that there was a kid that was great in little league or Babe Ruth league or like the, I guess the County team you're on, but he didn't make the high school team. You're like, yo, John didn't make the team again because in the high school coach's eyes, John. he stunk. But when you would play like summer league, he was great. I, I think yeah. there's a, a weird pressure that Some you people subconsciously don't, put on yourself or you don't rise to that occasion when it matters. There's people that feed off of pressure there's people that let pressure defeat them. And, of course, you have your moments, right? And I think Aaron Rodgers had his moment where he defeated pressure. But most of the time, the pressure defeats him. And the proof is there. Yeah. In and the, the big-time losses. And, that and the had. one time the Packers did win the Super Bowl, Mark hit us up. And he's right. I remember the year because I was early on dating Sarah. And her and her family are Packers fans. And I remember they snuck into the wild card because they won the last game of the season. And then they just got hot. They were like a 10 and 6 team that just got hot. Now, when Spot showed that nerd stat that I asked him to pull up, mm-hmm. if Aaron Rodgers lost four NFC Championship games and Favre was also on that list, while they have won two Super Bowls like in the modern era, like they won the first couple with Bart Starr, but since we've been kids, the Packers won two Super Bowls, one with Favre, one with Rodgers, so you can't complain. Hey, Mary. Hey, Hey, Mary. It's me, Brett. Hey, Mary. It's me, Brett. Sorry. Continue. But while they did win one with Brett Fahafra, and they did win one with Aaron Rodgers, hey, Mary. if those two quarterbacks are on the top of the list of losing the championship game, that means uh, Packers fans, for as much as they've had success, that stature shows they were so close so many times and just... Neither one of the guys, those guys well, can really finish. It's, it's a team sport, too, so you also have to factor if we're of really going to speculate and put it all on the quarterback. Of course you can't do maybe that. Maybe they just didn't have enough to of course. put them over the hump. You could argue that they were so good that they took average teams but, there, like LeBron. We've seen people like LeBron James take shitty teams pretty far. Do a lot with nothing. Do more. Win actual championships with nothing. So, But isn't that crazy when you're on Aaron Rodgers? When you, when you think about that, you're right. You could The, the reverse argument is... Well, think of how many mediocre teams maybe Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre took further than they should have right. went. Yeah. But when both of your quarterbacks over the last 25 plus years are guys that lost the most championship games, that means Packer fans probably felt so many times like, oh, close again. Oh, close again. Like the Yankees. There was a time where I think the Yankees had lost more playoff games than anyone else in a while. I don't remember that. Like in the, in a I decade, I think I think things like that. I think in the two thousands or twenty teens, like they were, the Yankees were the team that made the play, like had the worst playoff record for a while because they would always make it, but there was a stretch where the Yankees haven't won a World Series since oh nine. Ten years, yeah. yeah. So props to Aaron Rodgers. He's a great, great player. He's the kid who was great in gym class. <laughs> yeah, because it really didn't matter much. Uh, but then he struck out like in an actual game all the time. He was that guy, but um. Yo, maybe he'll surround himself with better players to take some of that weight off of him and actually win one more. I think he will. I think he will. So thank you guys for all the feedback. Chris Frey, what's up? Andrew Sims. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate you guys. Mr. Hart, I see you. Thanks for all the feedback. Again, you could call and say what's up. You could text us. The number's still the same, 412-267-7469. That's 412, the letter CNR show. It's International Women's Day. Hey, Spot, who's your favorite Packer? 
You are rich. <laughs> no, just just going off the fun of Fox Sports the other day when I was like, Spot, name your favorite Denver Nugget. Realizing, oh, fuck, Spot probably doesn't know a Denver Nugget. I don't think he realized that. You didn't say that. No, you did it on you purpose. You did it on purpose. No, I did because yeah. we went around the room and I was trying to involve you. And I'm like, oh, wait, yes. is that a hard question? Maybe it is. Yeah, good one. Carmelo Anthony. Who's your favorite uh, uh, Hufflepuff? Uh, probably Dumbledore. No, not I would say uh, the, the Hermione. Hermione is definitely no, my favorite. Gryffindor. Uh, she's uh, my favorite. Uh, well, Weasley is my favorite. Hubble no, Puff. Also Gryffindor. Fuck. I don't know any of these nerdy names. Thank you, Stony Homie. I like your nerdy, nerdy name. Thank you again, Mr. Jackson. Mr. Cedarhome. Appreciate all the feedback. All right. So well, that's step one, by the way, just to, to get that out of the way. We were talking about the, what are the, what are the what's a nerdy thing they would say in the sports world? The quarterback carousel. <laughs> That's step one. So now you know that Aaron Rodgers is there. So now let the chips fall for Russell Wilson, for Jimmy Garoppolo, for Derek Carr. Yeah, that all. means Denver's yeah. open and Pittsburgh's yeah. open. And now, for the now most all of a sudden, you're, what you're going to see now is the, chip, the chips fall. as a Steeler or Bronco. I, I'm not going to lie. Whoever Jimmy Garoppolo goes to will be my like second secondary rooting interest because yeah, I, I feel like I'll root for Jimmy. Like if Jimmy G goes like to the that Steelers. fun fact that Jimmy G has more Super Bowl rings than anyone else in, in the NFL right now. I know, now. yeah. It's the truth. Yeah, he backed up TB12. He's a patriot. The guy's a winner. Yeah. So, but wherever, wherever Jimmy G goes, I'll I'll have like a uh, a fun rooting interest yeah, for him. But yeah, it'll yeah. be nice to root for him because I like him, you know. That's fine. You're la- I think you're allowed to do that. Yeah, I mean. I saw another stat. And it said, if you could pick one, if the game was online, you could pick one player. And I, I usually hate things like this because to me, they're always like, you kidding me? Get out of here. If the game was online and you could pick one player, would you pick Russell Wilson or Kyler Murray? And I'm like, get the, get the fuck, fuck out of here. Hey. Russell Wilson. Who's picking Kyler Murray? Get the people that make this here, don't, try, don't even try to bait me with that. Yeah, I didn't okay. like it. I didn't comment. I was just like, ah. yeah, okay. But people, you know, love well, to speculate on stuff like that. Washington, so, yeah. Tampa, begins. New Orleans, Carolina. Carolina's fielding offers for uh, McCaffrey. So, hey, that's it with the NFL. But no, no, I have one last question. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, Russell Wilson, does he stay with oh, Seattle? Does commanders, he bro. Commanders. Yeah. And then the, 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 be a dance commander. And then the NFC West gets weaker, which is the goal. So the 49ers could keep winning. Um, but yeah, no, I, th- I, I think I, that would be, you on that. I think that would be cool for a rebranding of that organization. I agree. If you get Russell Wilson, I think you, you got credibility. You got credibility, cool new uniforms, a new team, a new name. I just think that's fuck out of here. Yeah, he could take it the fuck out of here. Are you winning at all? Probably not. But you're competitive now. Well, Stony pretty- homie says he stays in Seattle, uh, so he could be a lifer. He could, <laughs> he could be the next guy in this conversation. But well, Rich is right. This is part one of the drama of the unfurling of the quarterback scenario. Yeah, now the quarterbacks will all unfurl, and yeah. it'll be pretty awesome. Pretty, pretty awesome. How but, dominant has Russell Wilson been since the Super Bowl runs? Not very. So how off, How long until we don't give him that much credit? That's well, what Jason said. Pretty dominant saying. because I this was su- his first losing season ever. Yeah. I had the Super Bowl runs. Too much <laughs> buffalo chicken dip. Yeah, the <laughs> buffalo chicken dip had you going. Really went through, right through me. All right. Well, so hey, I had that's, those tainted wings. That's your NFL update. Well, that's and the a NFL big update. That oh, is the, a big oh, update. The NFL is Bang! just delivering even in the offseason now because of this like i said now everything else is going to fall into place so yeah, what does the nfl and mr mcfeely have in common bro they deliver delivering bro. well you know what 
as you know, the NFL Special was waiting delivery. to see what Aaron Rodgers did because the truth is, like, I'm not just saying that. Where Aaron Rodgers ended up now will determine every other team's game plan now. So game plans will be determined by what he did. So now, yeah, if you don't does, think, if you don't Jimmy think like G or, you know, the next guy, does he feel second best? Cause they were just waiting to see what Aaron Rodgers did. No, cause I don't think all the same teams were targeting the same guys. I think they were just looking for what the market was. What is Aaron Rodgers getting sure. paid? How long, where's he ending up? Like if Aaron Rodgers goes to the AFC, now all of a sudden it's like that guy, Jarrett on love is blind. He only picked that other little black girl because he couldn't yeah. get Mal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like true. he was, that was his second choice. Yeah. So whoever the Steelers and the Broncos get might have been their second choice. Don't think they wouldn't have taken Aaron Rodgers. I, they tell you what, I don't think that. I think I think they would have. I think the Steelers with Jimmy G. I think they're going to be pretty good. And I'm not saying Jimmy G is great, but we forget that Big, Big Ben was pretty done. I, I think Jimmy G was a better quarterback than Big Ben the last year or so, just based on yeah. age and you know everything. So hey, it could be interesting for Pittsburgh. The bree, the breeze of the world to all the Steelers fans should be happy if they get anyone now. The unfurling begins. And what do you think? What one last the, NFL note because this is a, this is a big the, one. The breeze of the world, like Bree um, uh, Miller. Yeah, Bree Miller, Drew Brees. Yeah, the breeze of the world. That's what I mean. She's a Steelers fan. Oh, I thought you said Drew Brees. No, the breeze of the world. He said Drew Brees. So. One last NFL note, and has nothing to do with the game. It has to do with, what do you think about Ridley getting suspended for a year for gambling when he was on the injured list? I think rules are rules, man. I do. Rules are for I think fools. you're stupid if you test the waters. You like break a you, rule? If you bring weed into another country, like you're just stupid. And I feel bad for you. And I feel bad if you're arrested <laughs> and you're going to be you know, there for five to ten years now. Talking about Brittany Griner. But, like, would you do that? If you were in professional sports, would you be betting if you know there's consequence? I told you that I don't. So there's I don't only fly so with, I don't I fly feel uh, bad, but there's only, you can only feel so bad. I don't fly with edibles on a, on a national flight. I don't, I won't even put edibles in a, in a checked or carried bag going to Texas and New York. So, yeah, I mean, if you play it safe because you're abiding by the law, can you really. You have a hundred percent. You feel bad, but you have to be like, well, well you know, there's laws. In, anytime you travel internationally and you don't know what weird laws they have, I ain't messing around. Didn't we that. learn that from like movies in the nineties? Like, yeah. remember that, those women that were like, "All right, you're gonna be uh, in jail for the rest of your life," or so people getting caned and shit. Like, don't we know that when you go somewhere else, you gotta play by the rules? Yeah. When in Rome, right? Go on. <laughs> no, but you can only feel so bad. Is my point. So he's gambling. It's against the rules. I can only feel so bad. Yeah, and, and Becker said it best. Yeah, you gambled. The guy, the guy gambled, did a couple parlays, and now what does he? Say? Oh, he's supposed to make ten to twenty million dollars this year, and that would be gone. So yeah, there are worse gamble. things. There are, are there worse things that he could do? Spot's favorite song in the movie Grease. There are worse things. Spot's a big Rizzo guy. Yeah. Then, then you start. Then you start yeah. playing. There semantics. are worse then things you, she could do. By the way, totally passable as a teenager. Then, then yeah, you yeah. start. Then you start playing semantics, and you're like, semantics, well, semantics, semantics, semantics. Then you start saying like, well, he gam he gambles on he gambles on like a couple of football games, and he bets for his team to win. And he gets suspended a year, but a guy like beats a woman and he gets a couple games. So you're right. They, they, you're going to have those comparisons, those which are, are all bunks. He could do. Yeah. It's worse to, as the meme goes, 
You probably saw it. Then beat Smoke, a girl smoking weed or two. Smoking weed or gambling on a game is worse than uh, guns or beating women, according to the NFL. And well, that's that's their issue. They have to be consistent. They have to fix that. I could bet on right all the games. Sorry, they need to make adjustments. Let's just put it that way. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So we'll talk more sports maybe during our rando news of the day. Again, shout out to the women. Hello, ladies. Women. Women, 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 women. Speaking of ladies, I have a really dumb observation. Hey, ladies. I think that's the charm of the show. You know, Rich and I are social observation experts. I want that to be uh, our little moniker. on the the, Next time we do like a a talking talking head head thing. Social observation experts. I, I really feel that way. I feel, like, I feel like no one does social observations better than us. Trust me, I'm a social observation expert. You don't get it. We do. We people watch. We're like the Jane Goodalls of society. Hey, ladies. I've been making observations about you. And I got more hits than Sarah. Oh. So, as a social observation expert and as a man who studied... Nussies in the mist back in the day. We've studied women for a long time. Women, women, women. I love me some women. I've made some observations, Rich. I know. Based on. I know. The way I live and the way women live. And, you know, not breaking the glass. We're very different. But I have the dumbest observation of all. When you do the math. And when you do the math, I'm right. And I have a reason. And, and I love this Kavino observation because I then... Don't overhype it. I then took his observation as a, as a, as a fellow scientist. Yes. And, and, I, and I did my own uh, comparative research. And I, went back, to the, uh, I oh. went back to the source and I said, Ah, Professor Kavino, you were right. My research matches yours. A lot of independent research going on these well, days. Well, <laughs> I want you to you know, ask your wife and the woman in your life. Because it's Woman's Day. I want you guys to say, hey, you know what? Maybe they're right. And then you're going to go to your woman. They're going to give you all this, uh, what's it called? Not information. They're going to give you the, the, the research. The research. The, and uh, you're going to come back with your own Findings. conclusion. You're going to like, oh, they were right. Yeah, There's disclosures. Okay. I, uh, so, by the yeah, way, I have eight, cu- eight couples yeah. that I've researched for, for, your, for you, Professor. Yeah. Uh, eight for eight. Eight for eight for eight, uh, scientist. Thank you. Am I part of that? Because I've never, I've never seen. I guarantee, Spot. If you ask your wife, she's like, "Yeah, I think you make a point." I, I've surveyed, like, I've, I've surveyed eight couples, and Kavino's theory is eight for eight. This might be the dumbest observation yet true. And what's great about it is you never thought about it. Well, I know why. That's the beauty of what we do, and we as social observation experts, we go one step further with our dumb thought to the point where you. I never thought of it. Postulate a theorem based on the evidence presented. Ready? The other day I came in here and I said Jordan was mortified when she looked at the bottom of my socks and she saw my sexy screen door. (laughs) Does everyone else want to be mortified? Look at that picture on tier two. What is that? And I had screen door bottoms. That's like no flies are getting through those. That looks like a dirty. Honestly, it looks like a dirty screen that's for my no, house. That's, that's not a clean. No fly zone. Bro. That's the worst pair of socks I've ever seen. <laughs> my, I sent them to my brother. He goes, "You wear those, yo, bro? How does your middle toe even poke out? How like is, how are you getting wear? You do you have a longer middle toe? I have a question. Is that know, is what's going on? I was shocked your, myself. How is your big toe not pushed I don't through? Know. I gotta be honest. I was sort of proud of myself that I've rocked these bad boys long enough to this point. 
I'm like, man, I really got my money's worth. So Jordan was like, you got to throw those away right now. Right and now. I'm like, I'll throw them away when I want. No, now. No, when I want. Only because if you tell me to do something, I won't do it. <laughs> so I won't do it unless I, it's up to me. I think you At should the keep those forever. No, I had no idea. <laughs> Whatever, I'm going to take them off right now then. No, keep so, them forever. No, right now, I'm taking them off. No, please. Because so I, I do the opposite. So cool. It's one of those great traits I got from my dad. You should watch fights every day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, By the way, you don't watch enough Sports Center. You should just like have it on twenty four seven. Did I feel pathetic to be with a beautiful younger woman? You should this this beautiful voluptuous yeah. hottie of mine on National Woman's Day? Auga. Yeah. <laughs> Did I feel like I was really bringing down the stock and and swing and really just falling short? Yes. So by the end of that night, I took those bad boys and I felt, <laughs> I felt satisfied and, and I felt like, yeah, these are done. Those are, gold, those are gold toes. They weren't silver or bronze either. They didn't place. Those were <laughs> old, my gold toes. To those were last place they toes. No, they didn't even qualify for the, five, for the uh, <laughs> championship round. Now, if you remember the story. Gold toes, get out of here. Not even qualify. Old toes. So I went from gold toes to old toes, right? I don't know. Even, I even got to that point. It's like uh, overnight, they just were see-through because I wore them thin if you can't see the picture, if you're just listening to the show. On a, on like a you side. You can see my feet. Maybe There's no holes, but you can a, see my feet through the maybe socks. Maybe your toes were trying to be a little provocative. Yeah. Uh, sexy ooh. toes. Sexy toes. Are you sure you didn't just buy sexy socks? Yeah. Those are like lacy. Are they, are they lacy lingerie socks? No. But on a side I note. I should for Valentine's uh, Day, though. Spot brought something up recently, and I- Did you I, get that at Dr. Scholl's Secret? Yeah. <laughs> Funny. Stupid. It's a good one. Um, Spot, you brought up a point recently, and I'll back you up. Maybe I don't even know if you brought up this point. You said you had bought them, just just to have extra socks in the drawer. God, I, I bought why. I bought like black ankle Hanes socks in a oh, bag. They're the best. They are the worst. They have oh, holes in them already. Really? These? Hold I, on. Yeah, they have like uh, yes. These? Let me say show, show them to everybody on tier two. These socks. Yeah. These are so comfortable. They're cushioned. Let me see the bottom. This. Oh, no. Slightly different ones. No, these are great. These I bought. Are, I bought a. I seek these out because they're so soft. I bought a pack of Hanes socks durable. at Walmart. Just have like extra socks in the drawer. Because who doesn't want extra socks? You got to be careful, though. The wrong material makes your feet sweat a little I'm, different. I'm not even joking. These Hanes socks I bought at Walmart. These and I wasn't trying to get cheap socks. Extreme. I was just like, I was like, hey, you know what? 10 pack of socks. Who could? Who can't use extra socks, right? Yeah. When I tell you they are months old, they and, have have, an and they already day. have holes on them. Yeah, no, so like socks should come with an expiration date. Because if you start rocking that bad pack, socks, you probably I recommend them. get them a month or two out of them. And then you see they all start yeah. like. Here's how you notice: you're doing your laundry, and you notice yeah. one sock is see through, and the other's not. And then you start the others not mixing and matching. But then sure enough, they're all see through. The second you see a hole, it's gone. No, I agree, but then you got then yeah, gone. Agreed, but then you don't throw you don't throw away its partner because its partner may find a new partner. It might have a second marriage. You don't want to keep a screen door and then like one new one. If you have one screen door and one fine, you know that you'll eventually have another screen door and fine. So uh, the two good ones will uh, get remarried. Right, you got to marry them as as often as you can. While I don't endorse twenty five dollar Bombas socks, I mean it's a great cause and we've done commercials in the past, but. They're expensive, I, but I will say this. They're really comfortable. I still, bomb ass socks yo, right now. I still have yeah. Bombas socks from a decade ago. That's the one Meanwhile, thing. Meanwhile, Hanes socks I bought at Walmart, 
two months and they're fucking done. So they're durable AF. Look at these yeah, I yeah. will say they Shit are. Foot. Well, it's much like a, a Saks underwear, which isn't cheap. I think that they're great underwear. They're very durable. But I still have Steve Sachs did a great job my, designing those. All my Sachs underwear is in great shape. Yeah. So what's my point? You get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. What's my point? I didn't want to just show my sexy socks off again. But it's International Women's Day. They were sexy enough that that could have really been it. I, I was disgusted with myself, to be honest, too. Like, I shouldn't be putting Jordan through that. You know, she's a beautiful woman. Oof. She doesn't deserve to see that. I was embarrassed. I'll admit. It was a, it was a low moment in my life. I was checked, I realized it, and I made the adjustment. Maybe uh, expensive socks of the way. Keep, keep in mind, though, Rich, I didn't realize it had gone <laughs> this far. When it was brought to my attention, I was like, you're right. I'm not going to fight this Sometimes one. I only realize when the floor's cold, and I look down, I'm like, oh, there's a hole. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm feeling I was feel like a few steps that. away of, 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 of running my foot like, right through the sock. Like, no bottoms at all. Do you, like, slide around your apartment? What's going on? So, <laughs> so here's the thing. If you remember the story... Jordan said to me, how do they even get like that? She was disgusted. How do they even get like that? She's like, why do you always have so many holes in your socks anyway? And I was like, what, you don't have holes in your socks? She's like, no, like barely ever. And I just like slept on it. I'm like, whatever. You're the best. Whatever. You're the greatest. That's right. Because you got the best socks and mine are the worst. Hey, Jordan. Congratulations. You got the greatest feet ever. It's true. That's how I end all my arguments. Because you're the best, and I'm the worst. Oh, you do that to her, too? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's it. You're oh. the greatest. Your feet are the sweetest. Sweet. They're the sweet ones. But what does a good scientist do after that? Uh, what does a professional social observer, <laughs> yeah, observer do? He takes it one step further. Investigate. And uh, I say, wait, so you don't get holes in your socks? And then I think about it. I've never seen Jordan with, or any woman I've ever been with, with screen door bottoms. And it's something that we as men, or me, I, I talk about all the time. So I'm like, oh, there goes another pair. Oh, there goes another pair. I go through them like fucking, you know, like, like, what, like dirty socks. Rich then says, you know, we, we put our masterminds together. Rich, and we put on our safety goggles and broke out the Bunsen burners because this is an experiment. Rich asks his wife. Sarah, I got a flask. Do you ever get a hole in your socks? What did she say, Rich? I can't remember ever getting holes in my socks, but I always see holes in your stupid socks. So, if you do the math, I think it's pure physics, guys. Here's well, hold my theory. on. I then yeah called up random friends of mine. There you go. Hey, Christina, how you doing? Professionals. Oh, I miss you, buddy. How are you? Well, oh, Christina, how's Mike? How are the kids? Everyone good? I can't wait to see you at Jeanette's wedding in a couple weeks. Yeah, it's going to be such a great time. Can't wait to see you. By the way, before you go, let me ask you something. You ever get holes in your socks? Screen doors, you know what that is? It's really funny you would say that, Rich. Why, Christina? Because I always complain about my husband, Mike, having holes in his socks, and I've never had holes in my socks. I'm like, <gasps> goodbye, Christina. Jeanette. I know you get, you get married in a couple weeks. I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. By the way, uh, what's your sock game like? I started at every woman I asked. Funny you should ask. I don't get holes in my socks, but you know who does? My stupid boyfriend or husband. And I'm like, <gasps> Spot, have you ever seen your wife, Kristen, with screen door see-through bottoms? I can honestly say, oh, you know what? Hold on. Where were we? Oh, we were at your place. And I feel like Jordan... Jordan pointed it out. So she must stare at people's feet. She's had a foot fetish. 
Kristen had a hole in her sock and she pointed it out. Never screen doors though. Never screen doors. But okay. she immediately Kristen was mortified Damn. and immediately threw she those socks out. Stuck on a nail or something. Oh. Mortified. Yeah, probably, probably stepped on a little yeah. piece of wood or something. Yeah. Stuck on a corner of a little piece of furniture, like a little, a little threshold, happen. a nail on a threshold yeah. or something. Yeah. Tragedies I, happen once in a while. May I postulate my theorem? Yeah. Anytime I have any like sort the slightest bit of hole in anything, since Kristen does a lot of the laundry, she will throw it out and won't tell me. It will just disappear. So I th- I'm convinced the s- women are allergic to holes. I th- I'm convinced the second there's any sort of wear beyond acceptance, women throw it away. Garbage. Okay. So Kavino's never see it. Kavino's theory well, goes a little theory something like this. Goes like this. Hit it. By the way, your mom keeps trying to call. My mom? Yeah. Oh, let's hear. It. Let's talk to. You mean the droopy sock queen of droopy socks? The next time she, it's like I put her on hold and then she hangs up. Okay. My the mom. Next time she calls, I'm putting her through. Wears her socks to the point where they lose elasticity. She's so wearing, they just droop around her ankles. I thought she's, she, like she's working at Hooters. Yeah. They're just droopy. <laughs> she's got big baggy socks on. Socks. I thought like, she Mom, why you got such droopy tube socks? I thought she wore like those blue like hair nets on her feet. But never holes on the bottom. So the theory goes like this. Hit it. Guys run through socks because we're bigger and we weigh more. Is that and our simply feet a- are rougher? And because of the friction on our shoes and the stop and go of our weight back and forth. We're running through our socks. Women, for the most Literally. part, are lighter. Daintier. I don't want to use the word dainty, but yeah, daintier. And they're not creating the friction that we burly men do with our man <laughs> so, so, and our so, so, so tell me. the friction to That's... run through their socks the way we do. <laughs> they don't have screen door problems that we have because they're not abusing and using their socks in this way the way we do now if you are a woman who has screen doors all i'm saying is by the way you might you might be up in weight a little bit are you trying uh, to say if you're a woman with holes in your socks you're a big bitch I'm I'm saying, on woman's day you say this it's just straight up on uh physics it's just straight up you know the way weight and friction works on season three of love is blind so, uh, would you say that you have any screen doors in your socks? Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. That's yeah. a great indicator. Yo, if you're with yeah. a, if you're with a new woman, she has some screen door socks. That's a good one spot. There's two possibilities. <laughs> Didn't even watch They're her show. like old boyfriend socks or something. You have to question why she wearing those. That's definitely a question Shane would ask. And so, then, let me ask you: like, uh, if you have socks, like, do you ever get screen doors in the store doors in them? Shake would be like, yeah. So, anyway. Or maybe they're an old pair it that she had be, in her in her heavier days. It has to be with the design of your foot, bro. It has to be. I've like, never been with a woman who had screen like, door socks. I have pretty flat. I have flat feet. I walk on my toes a lot, uh, or like I walk, walk towards the front of my foot, like my apartment. If you because like Rich has very heavy footed when he walks around my place, it's like boom, boom, boom. So I I like I like try and ease on the balls of my feet to like soften the blow when you live in an apartment. Maybe that's what you're doing. Maybe you have neighbors that you don't want to disrupt your downstairs neighbors. So you're on the front doing parts a lot of, of your uh, feet. Risky business dances. I, I don't know. John CL brings up a good point. Do we do guys wiggle your toes a lot throughout the day? Like I do. Like I'm doing that right now. Just oh, now that you the point it. is, if you don't trust my theory and we did the research, think about, think about what we're doing that's different that creates this. You know, I thought of other possibilities. Women don't wear the socks every day the way we do, right? Sometimes they're wearing their pumps, their high heels. They're not necessarily always rocking their or, or socks. Or flats or so, little yeah, sandals. So they're not or, in rotation as heavy as ours are. 
And I thought about the possibilities of well, maybe they have just a lot more. Like women have a lot of socks. So they're in deeper rotation. They're not wearing <laughs> through as much as ours. I thought of everything. But telling you, it comes down to simple science. We weigh more. We cause more friction on, the, on in our shoes, in our carpets. Science. In our house. We're walking around in our socks. We're burning through these bad boys way quicker, way faster because women aren't creating as much friction. I think guys like Kavino also add to this because, see, I'm the type of guy that's cool walking around barefoot in my house. Kavino never walks in his own home barefoot, which means you're always wearing socks, which is that's 24 hours a day. You've got socks on your feet. Kavino takes his socks off for a shower only. Gotta get yourself some slippers. By the way, you know, I hate to. But I'm wearing right now. Math, like, I'm not wearing socks now. I'm not saying. Got some slipper action going on. Let me get a close up on those bad boys. That's not what I'm saying. Oh, these me. are the most comfortable motherfuckers. Look at those things. What are those? I don't but know. If, Someone if bought them for woman me for Christmas. Starts, these are the comfiest things ever. If you're a woman that starts burning through a relatively new pair of socks, I think she she's probably teetering on a weight sort what? of scenario. So, on so, a seesaw so, with an elephant? Don't, uh. Yeah. Like, if you've never burned through socks before and they're relatively new, right? It's It's Women's Day. Just say it. I think maybe you're just, you're a little like, like me spot. Like when I get over a certain threshold, I start to snore a lot, right? right? It could be a matter of like, man, I'm two pounds over. So, you're sa- so what you're saying is just say, if a, if if a woman a has woman, holes in her socks, if anybody, she's two a pounds big over. woman. I'm saying she's a few pounds over. Two a pounds over. I think socks have a weight limit. You can rock them, but there's a lifespan. You're definitely the right. The proof is in a woman's socks. That's look great, at all your woman's socks. Look at a man's socks. Look at a woman's socks. They don't have the wear and tear that ours do. You're so Simple. right. You're so right, by the way. It's, oh, a great que- it's a great question for Shake on Love is Blind. <laughs> yeah, it is. You're like, I like a girl that can fit on my shoulders at a concert. Like, was that something you're into? And by the way, tell me about your sock game. <laughs> you got screen doors? By the way, the spot, I know you didn't watch, but that was his I know. most obvious question. He's like, I picked up on it. He, 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 he talks about all these superficial right. and that's the whole joke in disguise. People have spoofed it on social media, but shake was the most vain guy on the show and people ended up hating this guy. He thought he was, he thought he was like the coolest dude, but he was like some average looking Indian dude that thought he was, uh, he thought he was a stud and he was asking all the girls questions that would allude to their weight. Like, so like if we went to a concert, you know what I love to do? Put a girl on my shoulders. Would that work for no. you? No, I have noticed that I've had less screen doors since I lost weight. Ooh. A longer lifespan. Oh, you know sucks. what? Hey, you want to play? You want to play a quick <laughs> game? Want to play a quick game? <laughs> and your life. Oh, sorry. Yeah. All right. Quick game. I'll run real quick to the bedroom. Yeah. I'm gonna. I roll up my socks when they're the laundry's done. Yeah. Why? I'm gonna. Doesn't that affect the elasticity? No. Sarah says. Sarah's like, why do you do that? I'm like, because otherwise I just have a drawer of all solo socks. Sure. So. I'm going to go, I'll grab, I'll go grab three pair. What's the odds that I'll, I'll just arbitrarily take three. Is oh, there a hole in any of them? Of your socks? Yeah. I'm going to say one sock, one out of six socks. Has a hole. Has I'll a be hole. back I'm in going two. two. I'm going no, to. I'm going to say one out of those And six. if you did it with mine, yeah, man, I run through bad boys and you know, I'm up and down in weight. So I'll admit it. It's simple science, but no one ever thought about it because no one's as dumb as we are, to be honest, or I'm sorry, as uh genius. As we as are scientifically as professional social minded. observer experts. Yeah. Women don't have these issues at all. They don't. I've never seen it. Never seen it. I've never seen it ever. And it happens all the time with me. I mean, look how bad I look how look at that wear and tear on those bad boys. Got some good use out of those. Plus, I, I think so. Think what you want. You know what I think it is? What too? I'm stating is fact. You know what I think it is, too? 
I think women spend more money on socks. I think they buy higher quality socks. I think we just go into the sock section at, at Target or Walmart and we're like, here's a pack of 20 for five so, bucks. Those are gold toes. Gold, golden mm. standard. Yeah, I Even my Bombas I run through. Like I, I invested in these socks. I'm so glad I did. They're, they're so durable. They, they whisk away the sweat. Spot, if you're going, all right, ready? Just do the simple sort of scenario in your brain. You're going on a jog with Kristen. You got in your stupid Hanes socks. She has on her whatevers, right? We're on the job? You're jogging. Oh, John, I'm like, I thought you said on the job. Who's doing more damage to those socks? You, I, with I, your uh, friction, your weight. He's got heavy feet, though. Nah, it's, it's just simple. It just is what it is, and that's why. All right, the let's end. do this. All right, Sarah. You're going to go home, and you're going to look through all your women's socks. You're like, Covino and Rich were right. Sarah's in the middle of socks and underwear in the wash right now, so I had limited, so I just grabbed two. Uh, still going to stick with my answer. All right. These are higher. These oh, are those are the long boy cholo. These socks. are the long boy cholo bombas. Hold them up. Let's see. Long oh, they're boy, bombas. So they're, that's long not boy fair. cholo bombas. All right. All right. Remember, longer the sock, not, the downer the fool. Not even, not even wear and tear. Like I got holes in my bombas socks. Like bombas. All right, wear and tear. So Nothing. All right. Hanes. Her way. Hanes like low boys. Oh yeah, those are weak. Look at that in the heel. Oh, I win, dude. Look at that. I win. Yeah. Look at that. I win. Heel. All right, you know, and one? we also have rougher feet. Yeah, you're very heavy footed though. Oh, look at this. Damn it. I was right. <laughs> oh, I said two. Damn it. Two out of four. All right, these, these are. Throw I'm wearing these to the gym today. Right, no, I'm wearing these to the right gym. No, wearing them to the gym and throwing them out today. Throw them out no, right one now. One last wear. Kavino Fine. agrees with my theory. We should have standards. You what, know, this I, is I gym you know, and felt, garbage. I felt deflated and defeated when Jordan called me out. So you got to step your game up. Maybe I need better sock. Yeah. That's it, man. The theory is this. Extreme. Hanes, extreme. Women so they, don't get holes in their socks the way we do. They extreme. Just man. It's the Bill Nye of experiments right here. Next, next we're going to no, experiment next. Do you stay drier running or walking through the rain? I feel like Mr. Wizard. I want to be a dick to kids. It's, it's got to be running. has to be. The same amount of water hits you. Yeah, but you're there longer. Yeah, but you're running through more rain. They did this on Mythbusters, and I think you only, only get slightly wetter walking through question. the rain. Is water wet? Yeah, question. well, anyway, you're probably thinking, how dumb. When you go home, you're going to realize we were right. So Heavy foot Davis, I That's guess. our theory. We're sticking you're, to it. You have such heavy feet. Yeah, that we, how, didn't we observe yeah. that at my place? Yeah, of course, I do. Like, um, goom, goom, I agree goom, with Roland, goom, though. Goom. If they're washed, wear those bed boys one more time to the gym and then throw them out. Yeah, they're, I'm going to wear them, I'll wear them to the gym. Remember when Zion busted through a sneaker in the middle of that? Yeah. It was the championship game, wasn't it? No, it was midseason it was for mid-season. Duke. Because remember, he came back. What I do. And they <laughs> Rich, lost Rich the tournament. actually bust through socks. He's so heavy-footed. What I do is when, usually it's my, obviously, the uh, highest toe, your big toe, it pokes through the sock. So then the next time you wear it, you just flip. So then the big toe side is on your pinky toe. So now you have more room. So it's not pushing through. Huh. All right. There you go. The sock experiment. Socko. Ta-da. Thank um, Don Socko. Shout out to Don Socko. <laughs> this, uh, this, yeah. This, this uh, segment brought to you by Lasagna Don. Don Socko is lasagna. Um, real quick. Hold up your hand. Is your, what's the order of the size of your fingers? Oh, I know this trick. No, it's not a trick. It just, it's genetic. Yeah. My, like my, uh, my pointer finger is the third biggest finger. Like my middle finger, ring finger, then pointer. And some people's pointer is longer. Well, that's like some people's second toe. 
is longer than the rest. My of them. toes go in yeah, some the right order. Usually, it's the second toe. Is your pointer big? Your, yours are more equal than mine. Like, little hamburger hands. That's why. Yeah, hamburger. No, but your but your pointer and hands. your ring finger are almost the same height. Mine too. Oh, sort of. No, my. Yeah. Some people actually have a higher pointer than a ring finger, which I think that means I something. have stubby. I have stubby hands. Well, mind blown. Mind blown. I got a chode, so I got short, stubby fingers. And by the way, beautiful women in holes in their socks just don't go hand in hand anyway. Just don't go. I'm very sexist when it comes to this. I'm not going to lie. I don't mind. It, I feel like happen. women should be better than that. Oh, things I mean, happen. accidents happen. Yeah, I mean, by the way, like I said, they can get it caught on the, uh, is it called threshold? Can I, on the door? Yeah, things happen. Can I postulate yet another theorem? Yeah. To address uh, Jesus Uribe's thought. Oh, yeah. The next experiment needs to focus on what happens to the missing sock. I believe your woman is throwing it out. And she doesn't tell you. It's Could really, a, it's really a, I think phenomenon. Women, really just are, women ask your, ask your woman. That's another thing. Go home today and ask your woman. Do you ever throw out anything of mine? She's like, yeah, all the time. She throws out shirts, what? underwear, socks. Huh? How about that? Any sort of, any sort of defect gone. Well, women be shopping. You got one on us. Happy international woman's day. Now this will make everyone smile. Let me just throw this out there. Do you, do you enjoy when scamsters get scammed? Like uh, Simon Lviv? Yeah. Apparently, the Tinder swindler himself. You say scamsters or schemesters or con artists. Yeah. When con artists, and you said that is a trend. People love videos and movies and documentaries about it's scamsters like and con artists. Different con artist docuseries or shows on Netflix and Hulu and shit. Yeah. Like people that. stealing money, robbing banks, mm-hmm. Tinder swindler. Even. The worst roommate. There was a specific episode about a con artist. And Western Idaho, by the way, I think you have the normal. It's I think it's middle. the The order of the height of your finger should go middle ring pointer pinky, right? How should when everybody's hands are different? No, but most people. Look at me. Let me see your hand. That answer. You're the same as me. You're just pointers almost as big as your ring finger. Whoa. Yeah. If, if your pointer's the longest, I wonder if that gives you some type of athletic advantage or disadvantage. Interesting. Well, the Tinder swindler, I, we haven't brought this up, but didn't he get scheme spot? Like he was trying to get verified on social media and gave so he, he wired someone money and they're like, ha ha, got the swindler. No way. Well, he, I mean, part of the story is the actual story is that he got swindled, which I love, but I didn't hear about this. Yeah. He is. I thought through several people he tried to get verified. He, he was trying to get verified and trying to get social media clout and followers and verified and all that. And in through that process, he gave people money that swindled him. So this, the Tinder swindler himself got scammed, which I thought was a pretty cool outcome. I mean, not for millions like he schemed people out of, but here's a doofus that thinks he should be a celebrity, wants his own dating show, wants his own podcast, wants everything. Getting paid for appearances. Yeah, he's getting paid to show up places. So it's. It, I think it was nice to see that someone scammed him. It's the only time someone getting scammed makes you happy. It's good karma. Yeah. He also got uh, sued by the, the Lviv family. Yeah. Some girl came out and said he was horrible in bed. That's why we call him the Tinner Swindler. Because he ain't got the D. He ain't got the D. Tinner Swindler. He got swindled. There it is. I guess his enemies are after him. My enemies are after me. 
my enemies. How is he? How is he with someone? By the way, I'm not a relationship expert. Again, I'm a social observation expert. But if you're dealing with people ever who refer to anyone as their enemies, I think that's a really bad sign. Yeah, you shouldn't have enemies. Like, and they specifically use that word. I understand that there may be someone that you, they not they might not get along with at the office. Enemies. Someone that they you know don't necessarily like. But if they use words like enemies, yeah, probably not a good relationship. Uh, Enemies. Enemies. He's my enemy. Enemies. Damn. I got enemies. Now, I pointed this out to you, and you hadn't seen it, so I feel like maybe now's the perfect time to break it down. Now is the perfect time. And the feeling is just right. You could dance all day and dance all through the night. A beautiful military lodge, all you have to bring is your love of everything. The dumbest two minutes in television history aired during an NBA game. And I don't even know what to make of it. I don't know if Shaq is fucking with people or he's not getting it. You know when you're trying to explain something to someone and this happens to everyone. No. This happens to everyone at least once in their life spot, even though you think you're the smartest guy on planet Earth. Everyone. No, just in this room. What's that one riddle that people always get people with and their wife isn't following? And- oh, I get it. It's like, what is uh, four legs in the morning, two, two in the afternoon, and three at night? You can't. I think it's like you can't say like the word. You can't say the word no. And it's like, all right, if there's three doors, which one do you go through? The left one. There's a line there. It's like a riddle. It's like, wait a minute. Hold on. What? Have you heard this joke before? Person's like, no. Gotcha. Like it's, there's, there's little tricks to get people. Like, all right. There's one specific viral riddle and I don't want to get lost in this stupid conversation, but the woman keeps saying the wrong answer because they just don't get it. Oh, it's a word where it's like, they just don't get it. It's a word that's spelt. When you look at the word, you know the word, but the two doesn't matter. Maybe like, yeah. Well, anyway, Shaquille O'Neal. You're saying he just didn't get it. I, I don't know if he didn't get it, but he didn't we, get it and we, doubled down. We've all we've all been there, where someone's explaining something to you, and you're like, no, 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 you just don't get. It. I had a fight with someone at ESPN about this, and I remember it was actually I was wrong. It was a it was a usage of timeouts. I'm like, well, they have the two minute warning and they have two timeouts, so if they take their timeout here. And I was wrong. I, I thought about it. I'm like, well, they should have called the timeout right before. And a lot of times, you everyone gets mixed up trying to figure things out. That, that one that Spot brought up with the letter two, the number two, that is pretty funny. Which one's that? It's like where he, they're like T-W-O. And she's like, Two. 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 <laughs> Two. She's like, I'm not get, I don't get it. Two. I know what you're talking yeah, about, Like Spot. the setup leads you into. That shit is funny. Yeah. So Rich is saying that Shaquille O'Neal's just not following, but here's the thing. Shaquille's funny, so I don't know if he's busting balls. He he's, doesn't seem to be following, or he's so wrong, yet he's doubling down. That's what makes it interesting. Take a look at Shaquille O'Neal. And this already has 5 million views. It's, it's two minutes, but I tell you, it's worth it. Okay. Some are, some are coining this. Either the best or worst two minutes of television in the history of so television. So we're going to go from, just to show you what a wonderful roller coaster of love Kavino and Rich is, 
We're going to go from the best half hour of radio podcasting, talking about our sock theory. Oh, to white, what could possibly be the worst two minutes of television ever? Preston hit us up with uh, the one you might be thinking of also. Having someone say the word eyes because they were like, I yes, yeah, 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 joke. Right? We're there's, not, a, there's a lot of dumb social media ones, but yeah, everyone can get tricked doing these dumb things. Listen to Shaquille O'Neal try to I, explain a theory on getting gas because I, I think it all starts because Kenny's saying how he hates that it takes $80 now to fill up his tank. Take a watch. Great education. Yeah, Because I told him I didn't want to get a certain vehicle because of the amount of gas I would have to spend. Yeah. It costs like $80 to, to fill, it up. fill it up. And he right. said, then you said. When it gets to half, then you put $20, you bring it back to full. <laughs> but if I keep doing I would have to stop off and instead no, spend wouldn't. 80 No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Why? You're complaining about when it gets to zero, you spend 80 right? When it gets to half, you put 20 Then when it gets back to half, you put 20 Yeah, but, but I'll keep stopping putting 20 in, and it'll be cool. 80 Kenny. the same amount of gas. Kenny. I'm Kenny. driving the Kenny. same amount of gas. The average human stops once a week for gas, right? With you, you only work here twice. You would probably have to stop maybe, maybe once every two weeks. <laughs> Don't even try it. <laughs> this is all. This Wait, is bordering on. travel more than me. This well, is I'm bordering on what's closer, the West Coast or the Moon. So if if this wait, is bordering this, on that. You're, so, you're, you're, you're telling me that no, I would I wouldn't have to if I only if I didn't let my gas get down I wouldn't have to fill it up as much. No, I'm saying you're complaining about the eighty dollars. That's what the conversation right. about. You you. But four what? times twenty is eighty because I'm gonna stop four times. <laughs> no, you're not gonna stop four times. No, you're not gonna stop four times. Not in one week, you're not. <laughs> anyway, it, Kenny, oh, the West Coast is closer than the moon. If you let it get to zero, right? Monday through Friday, right? Then you got to pay 80 to fill it back up. Right. Okay, but if you let it get to half by Wednesday, then you pay 20. No, back by, it won't full. get to half by, right, by Wednesday, it's going to be 40, and then on Friday, it'll be 40. Not again. 40, 20. Yeah. It's going to be 20. No. It's going to be 20. <laughs> Not half. Half of 80 is 40. But no, listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I get home, okay? So if I, every day, if I did, if I did. No, you, you ain't going to have to put gas in every day. Just don't play me right now. I'm not playing. Don't, <laughs> don't play me right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I really want to know because, Ernie, I want to get this car, but no, I really want to save gas money. You're so complaining. Please tell me. Listen. I want to know how I'm going to save gas money. You're complaining about the $80, yes. right? So <laughs> I'm zero, okay, 80. so at zero is 80 no question. So, right, at full, it's 80, right? Yes. So, if it gets to half, that'll be 40, right? No question so about it. So, if you it. put 20 in, then you bring it back up to three quarters. <laughs> right? No, if I put 20 in, it'll yes. get to one quarter. Jeez, yeah. But it'll be three quarters. It'll be three quarters full. Three quarters empty. No, three quarters full. Wait, who's on first? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, did he change it then? They changed arguments. Like Shaq sort of, I think Nobody. Shaq felt he was like, oh, shit. But that was two minutes of live television, and people are saying that. <laughs> I get what Shaq was trying to say, though. Let's, I mean, we have to admit, I get what he's trying to say, but his math was off at first, right? So they changed arguments a few times. He was saying, if you always keep a half tank, you're just putting about $20 in there. But you're doing it more week. frequently. But to keep it three quarters full. I used to do what you did. Kavino, I'm, I'm not calling you out in a bad way, but Kavino is a, let me put $20 in at a time. You're stopping for gas more than me. He I don't also, think Cavino's a guy nah, that's like. You, that's when I was like, you know, very weak you guys in my life. Also, oh, that was, you, yeah. you also love testing the limits of an empty tank. Yeah, I, I ride my tank all the way through, which is horrible. And then I for fill the it all the way up. That's oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say, like, if, 
She never get to let, let it go below. If, if you put, tank. if you fill up your tank, and it's eighty dollars. If you want to only put twenty dollars in at a time, you're going to stop four times to put in twenty or one time for eighty. And Shaq was just not understanding that. Yeah, you can put twenty in a time, Kenny, but you're going to have to stop four times. And Shaq's like, "No, no, you don't drive that much." Like, is that was that was a factor or something? Like, so there is, funny. There is some partial truth to, to like what he's saying. Because sometimes when you have a half a tank already, it looks like it's moving more on your dial when you fill it up. That's not what he was saying, though. I know he wasn't, but I'm just saying, sometimes when you put in like 20 bucks when you already have gas in the tank, it it jumps up more than you think it would. I have a question for you. Unless you're a kid. It's not full. Spot, I'm being serious. Uh Unless you are a kid who is an hourly worker that's like, yeah, I'm just going to put like 20 bucks in now because that's all I need right now. Unless you're a kid or I'll be honest, someone that's broke or on a budget. Would it ever pay to not fill up your tank? Like, I, Do some people want to stop more? People can make that argument against me because I'm the guy that's like, yeah, I go to the supermarket multiple times a week. But that's because I don't know what I want to eat. You could get you fresh meats or fresh things. But gas is something that. Why would anyone not fill it up? You just, all the way every time they go right. to the gas station. You just don't want so it to get it's it, not having it filled up is okay, but you just don't want it to get too low because then you start to like kick up sediment. Um, I'm, gu- I'm that guilty of that stuff. spot. I try. So I, if I'm you can guilty. keep it, if you can keep it between a quarter and three quarters, then you're gold. I just like fuel, like my toes, like your toes. I, I'm Shaq's with, funny though. Shaq was wrong. What <laughs> happened was he was wrong. He doubled down, yeah. but then he changed his argument. That's what happened. So Rich does all the time on the show. Yeah. He just changed it. No. Then he said, yeah, and then you rat you Get three quarters here. full. Like, but yeah, that's not what you said in the beginning. So hilarious. Shaq is great. He's 61% of the country lives paycheck to paycheck. I don't know if I believe that. Um, I definitely believe that. 60, you think yeah. more than half the country People are is waiting for their paycheck? That, like they yeah. can't live without it? I do believe that. 61%. I, I don't know if that's right, but I believe it. I don't believe that. I believe that. I do. So when I was, I mean, Rich is telling tales of like yesteryear when I would throw 20 bucks in at a time because normally, yeah, I just fill it all the way. But I do have a bad habit of, and I try not to obviously, but letting it go too far where I'm like, damn, I better get gas. You know, with the price of gas, which let's be honest, if you're budgeting, yes, it'll make a difference. But if you're not a, a guy that drives a lot, it's a little extra money, but they're saying one of the most inconvenient things right now is that if you have a bigger truck, like a bigger SUV, or a, you know you're driving a some type of bigger vehicle, the pumps stop at a hundred. Some pumps, so you have to stop your process, restart, and repump again. So, who knows? Oh um, yeah, because you the pumps pre-authorize usually for on credit cards for one hundred, and I don't know if they go. You would think it would go beyond that. It is. It is. Uh, it is. I hate them more than anything. I do. It's one of my pet peeves when you're going to pay for your gas and it says, go to the guy at the counter because it's not working. And then you have to go to the guy's like, how much you want? I'm like, I want to fill it. And like, yeah, but that's not how it works. So how much, how much you want? I'm like, that's why I'll just Fuck, take, I don't know. I'll I'll just, 40. Other than that, I'm guessing I'm playing a guessing game. I don't know. $40 worth. My anxiety just I tells wanted me to fill it to leave or, or go somewhere else. I would never I stay there. That. Honestly, Spot, I uh, may actually uh, drive to another gas station I so I don't have to walk inside. I don't want to go see that. anyone. 
I know. I just want to because you can't go to the guy inside and say, "Yeah, I want to fill my tank." They want a specific dollar amount, and now you never. Now your tank's not full. So I'm like, I don't know, thirty bucks, that's the truth. forty bucks. So Shaq doubling down on some wrong shit. <laughs> I don't think he was fucking with anybody. I think he was just wrong. I have a question. I don't know what he was thinking actually. Now that I think about it, I I think he was just trying to make the point that you're not putting more money out front. If you're just spending 20 at a time. And by the way, how are we defining paycheck to paycheck? Cause a lot of people are debating that now. And by the way, rich, I was thinking about this too. Like you haven't dwelled on the price of gas because you work from home. Like you're home most of the time. Yeah, I know. I, 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 I so get that. Spa and I are just like, I'm burning through my socks. Burning through gas. Burning through gas like crazy. I tell you that many burns gas. So when people are talking about check to check and not wanting and to pay oil. for gas and shit like that, luckily you don't have to worry about that shit. And I'm just driving around. The, I, I guess I'm literally driving around town. You're, you're driving around and for your kids to driving sleep. a weekend and going to stores and shit. Yeah, that's it. You're right. And the stores are within a mile of here. Like, <laughs> like here's a, I mean, I'm because I've been know, to them. Here's a regular you know day for me. And again, lie in the bed you make, not complaining, just explain it. I drive a few times a week to softball fields that are further than like. You know, forty minutes away and stuff. So I'm driving a. I'm driving a few days a week. I'm not not driving at all. I'm not driving what you're driving, but not that far off. Believe Dude, it. Dude, I make six trips. You do because you're going back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. six trips a day when I have my daughter. Six trips from my town to Rich's town. That's like three wasted hours a day when I'm in my car. You wonder why I like my playlists? You're out of your mind. <laughs> and again, that's my own scenario. That's my own choices that i've made in life but yo that shit blows so you're burning through gas it's a it's a bitch Get a plug-in hybrid yeah, i might i was so i told you i was so impressed by spots car i was so impressed by the fact that i borrowed spots car for a day i plugged it in and i went to the beach and back used less than a charge returned his car i'm amazed at that by with way. a charge because the canyon will burn through charge. and i i used none of spots gas and i used one charge and i went to i went to malibu back and then drove the car to spots house on a on a charge and i was like it's fascinating if this continues you're gonna see people that are seeking them out more than ever this is you know how we talked about how we've seen enough memes about it though right you know how we've We've uh, seen enough we've seen enough gas memes i get it social media posts about the price of gas like we get it but i'm saying you know how uh you know how people were headed towards working at home a little more but the pandemic sort of just uh sped it up I think people were headed towards electric and hybrid cars, but I think this will be an expediator. Not only that, it's so bad. I was thinking about, and this is a, a discussion I wanted to get to next, actually, or after you, Rich. Yeah, yeah, buddy. But if my brother came out here and you wanted to go, let's go to Vegas, yo. Yeah, Narzan's yeah. birthday, yo. Like, it's probably cheaper to fly. Now, probably, yeah. Now. Well, I, I, bu- I booked a ticket I'm last like, night. Wait a second. I booked our ticket last night in Spot. I don't know if you're coming with us this weekend. I know it's it's, ridiculous. I know Spot's still on the fence. Like, yeah, sure, come hang. Spot. I booked a ticket last night. No joke. Spirit. No, American Airlines. We booked them separate one ways because I don't like to book a round trip. Well, so it was eighty bucks. No, yeah, I, it was eighty dollars round trip. No, one way. Oh, so eighty dollars on the on the way home from Vegas, LAS to LAX was seventy four dollars. And it's cheaper and th- that's maybe including tax. to fly than it is to drive. Like, you know what? It would have been at least that's a, ridiculous. It would have at least been a $50, 60 fill up to drive back. Well, that's just if you're, 
that's why you weigh the options. Like if you're going with a few people, driving might make more sense. Yeah. Well, I don't want to be the it's show. Just you want to, it's just you alone in the desert. It ain't worth it. No, no. I, but it's everybody's uh, complaining about it, it. It is definitely one of those like, oh, interesting. Do we drive or fly? Well, here, here. This this goes to my next question. Okay. For those of you keeping score at home, Rich and I, even though we're not Cavino and Rich on Sirius XM anymore, we're still Cavino and Rich, right? However, are you? However, you didn't have to change your names for legal reasons. However, Sirius XM. As far as sales appearances, they market us as Cavino and Rich. And we're going to be hosting at NADA this week in Vegas. You should trademark your name. This way they uh, have to license you. But, dude, we're marketed as Cavino and Rich. And, like, we're not even Cavino and Rich on SiriusXM anymore. I do the rock stuff. Rich does the pop stuff. We're Cavino and Rich on Patreon, Fox Sports Radio. But, hey, I don't care. Are they paying us to go? Yeah, so I'm not here to fight it. I'm just saying, isn't that interesting? You see how it doesn't all add up, how none of it makes sense? The other thing that grinds my goat is here SiriusXM is sending out their part-time guy, me. Meanwhile, no one's even seeking out for the full-time guy. How does that make sense? No one wants to hire your full-time guy for an appearance because nobody cares about him. How about me? So I'm grateful, but I'm annoyed all at the same time because I love doing these events, and that's money. So, hey, sign me up. I'll do as many as I can. I'm just saying it doesn't add up right. It doesn't. That's not me being a little bitch or complaining. It's just like, do the math. Oh, I have a question. How does that make sense? I have a qu- Did you make your point yet? Because I have a question about it. No, I didn't make my point oh. yet. I'm building up the story that Rich and I are hosting in Vegas this week, and then the following week I'll be in Vegas again hosting for Sirius XM for a BMW event. So I'm going to be in Vegas two weeks in a row. I have a question. I don't want to. I don't want to hijack your point, but I think I heard you say something. Does it have to do with like being passionate but not overstepping? No, but oh, because you were telling me that like uh, free. what were you saying that like when you make that point to management, you have to toe the line because you're like, I'm not even your full time guy, but you got me hosting these events, and you're like, well, I want to host events because it's nice extra money, but if you say that too much, they'll be like. All right, well, then, well, then we won't have you host those events. Yeah, it's it's a it's like a tough he, line to walk. Tight, he, It's a tightrope because it is. You make more money hosting those events than a week of work during doing turbo and lithium and octane and yeah. everything. So in Aussie, so Cavino hosting a two-hour event in Vegas makes more money than a week of work at SiriusXM. So you don't want to you don't want to chirp too loud because it'll be like. I don't want to trip too loud, but I want to point out. But at out the same time, you're trying it to. Doesn't po- make sense. Of course, like, I'm sought after. That's my point. My point is, you, you're now you're, you're filling guy. You're 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 walking the tightrope of, yo, this makes no fucking sense. Versus, you don't want someone to be like, yeah, he isn't full time, so let's stop giving him those events. So I, 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 I know it's a tightrope. I get it. I tell the bosses on a side note, personal note, that yeah, I I just really feel like I'm more than a filling guy. And I'm hosting all these events. No and shit. I'm just capable of more. That's all I'm trying to say. So they're trying to keep that in mind, and there's no bad blood there. Just a little bit of bitterness from my standpoint. There's, bad, it, blo- there's bad blood on uh, Hits 1, Taylor Swift. Yeah. Because no, it just doesn't add up. But am I stoked about doing these events? thousand percent. Love doing them. It's the best time. You're representing a company you believe in, and you're making good money. Like, And you're you know dining on the company's expense. I love these things. So there's no complaint going on. I'm just saying the math doesn't work. So long story short, 
you and I are going this weekend. We don't know if spots coming just for the fun of it. And we leave Thursday. It's my brother's birthday weekend. Right? Tell him to come. So I was like, yo, dude, if you want to come. Take him. If you want to come, come. Oh, no, yeah. I owe some people some money. Yeah, so it's a bad look. I'm like, well, hey, I'm glad he realizes that that's a bad look. If he owes people money, he shouldn't be sending selfies from poolside Vegas. not, not, Not to sound like. A dick. And why does he owe people money? Simply because he moved and he needed down payment and his money's tied up no, in investments. I, I get you, but what like I'm that. saying is when your brother started making good money, didn't you make a cheddar? Yeah. Didn't you tell him, Tommy, don't get carried away. Remember you wanted to buy like a Mercedes sports car and he wanted to do all this and like bought a crossbow. I know you bought a crossbow, but what I'm saying is that was, that was the warning that was not Listen to. I mean, he the fucking guy bought a crossbow. No, and he think he's thinking I'm investing, yo. So that's the smart thing to do. Yeah. The thing is, he invested too much. It's an honest mistake. The bravery style. It was an honest, honest mistake. mistake. That's in my alt vault. If it isn't, it should be. Totally he invested most of his money, which you would think is the responsible thing to do, but everything's so low. I told, I would tell you to, to like, access that money. He'd be taking a loss. So he borrowed some money. No big deal. I'd tell you to buy him a ticket, but they're like expensive from the East coast. So, you know, Hey, really if you want to come, dude, come, you got Hey, you got a room. I'm there on the company's dime. You can stay with me and party. Thursday. Bring a friend. I don't, what do I care? Do what you want. You, you know, Thursday? party for your birthday. Here's the key. Here's the catch. My brother's never been to Vegas. So, the question I pose to you is, isn't the better experience, it all ties together because we're talking about gas prices and it's better to fly than actually drive now. It's a cheaper trip from LA to Vegas, probably if you fly. Yep. Don't you think your first trip to Vegas, if you have the ability to leave from California, shouldn't it be a, a drive there? Like, the excitement of... You know, you know, picture of like Vince Vaughn and no. John Farrell. Vegas, no, no, yeah, Vegas, no baby. dude. When you pull up, I got to tell you, it's a very L- that's life, an LA thing. You it's want, only you want LA people. Thing. All right, so then it doesn't have to be necessarily about Vegas, but there's a there's a a part of every human that just wants their kids and their siblings and their family to experience the the wonderful things you experience the way you experience them. Right, that's sort of the struggle with being a parent. Sometimes it's like you want your kid to live the fun childhood you had, but they're living their own childhood. It's different. But you're like, yeah, but when I was little, I did this. You don't have any joy in that? No, not really, because they're living in a different life. But that's all you want. So really, you you just want their happiness at the end of the day. Of course. With my brother, I'll never forget, dude. My first trip to Vegas, I was in California with some college friends, and we took the road trip, and we're driving through and. You're seeing all these landmarks, and you 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 see the, the dinosaur dinosaurs and the, big adventure and the windmills and, and the windmills, yeah. and then you know you're going through the desert. I got lost in the desert, baby. You're playing all your fun jams along the way, Vegas. All of a sudden, you see these bright lights, and you're in. Is it called Prim? Prim Nevada. You think it's Vegas at first? Like, you're like, wait, is that Vegas? Is this Vegas? It's oh like no, no, no! This is Prim Nevada. The okay. Golden Nugget. You you get to this halfway point where it's like it's like the butthole part of, of Vegas. Right, so all these weak ass casinos. One dollar blackjack, but, you're, Who but goes you still there? then you start feeling <laughs> that excitement because all these bright lights and all these weak ass casinos. Oh shit! Prim Nevada is a good spot to uh, guess up. 
And, uh, oh, and, and stop, and stop, for, and stop for a snack. And stop for a snack. You want to stop into Whiskey Pete's, man? Is gas, cheap, is gas cheaper in Nevada? Uh, maybe. Yo, man, they like whores here? What's going on, man? What is it, can't, this? it can't be more expensive is, is than this LA. Vegas? It's not what I pictured. Where's the Luxor? <laughs> right? So, you know, again, <laughs> I, I'm a dumb college kid. I'm talking about my first experience. Yeah. So I'm like, man, wait, is this thing? This can't be Vegas. Because you get to this halfway point where it's like in between. It's the butt. It's the. Taint of L.A. and Vegas. Well, it's, it's right there. It's the border. Yeah, it's just the border. Then, but yeah. everyone, but what Kavino's describing is so true because it's your first any, time, the first time you go there, you're like, is this Vegas? <laughs> and and it's underwhelming, and you're like, no, 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 this isn't Vegas. It's a fake out. Prim, like, Nevada, Prim Nevada is like a weak fake out. Like, hi, yeah. oh, this is Vegas. It's, like, huh? it's, like the, it's the first time I went to Washington D.C. Again, we were talking. I was a dumb young idiot. I was in D.C. and I see the Capitol building. I was blown away. I'm like, that's the White House. Like, no, it's not the White House. That shitty fucking thing over there is the White House. You know, you're just, your yeah, perception, your imagination is all off, right? The, the weakest example of this, of this is we were in Seattle and we thought we were at the original Starbucks and it was just a weak Starbucks on a yeah. random block. And they're like, no, no, the original one's around the block. And we're like, oh, and then we realized, there's a line and like hoopla and everything. So you take this trip, you're hoopla. playing your fucking dope ass playlist, Mega Mix 2006. You're with your buddies. For me, it was Mega Mix like 86. You're driving, you get through Prim. You're like passing all these cool fucking deserts and cacti and Joshua trees. And you're like, yo, man, I think we're almost there. And all of a sudden you see this beam of light. This beacon right, of, 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 of lights. You see the Luxor shining up into the sky. You're like, no, bro, that's fucking Vegas. Dude, it's the dopest feeling. So now you're pulling up into the sick-ass city. Sin City. Whores everywhere. Sluts, slot machines, everything. You name it. Drinking, boozing, dining. It's all there for you. All for the taking. You're like, whoa. So my point is... I kind of wanted that experience from my brother for his first time. Not just like fly in. Uh, and I think it's pretty cool to fly in. Because you, you see it out the window of the plane. You see it out the window of the plane. You're like, there's the skyline. There's the, the strip. There's so much more fun. Uh, I, for I, a first time. Yeah. You know, I, been there. It's old hat. It's Brett Favre's old hat for me. You know, so flying. Yeah, I'd rather fly there now. What the fuck? I don't want to do that again. I've done it a million times. So, but first time experience you know, you just want people to experience things the way you want you experience them if they were great for you. And you know, I, I was debating: is it better to drive to Vegas or fly to Vegas? It's a think great question. It. Think about it. You know, if you're I, I think for your brother, road trips are more fun. Road trips are more fun, man. They really are. They're more. They're memories. I'll tell you what. You know what I remember vividly? Me driving with my butts to Vegas for the first time. You know what? I don't remember like flying to Vegas. Like, yeah, who cares? I don't remember that. At all. This weekend. First time that we're back in Vegas in over two years. Yeah, right? I remember? Since Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury, right? Yeah. But there's that something was the last to be about that. You know what I remember very distinctly? When you and I, when we were, when Rich and I and Spot, we've, we've been to city to city to city to city. You know what stands out to me? Riding those bird scooters all around D.C. That was the most fun. That something to be said about it was so fun. One of the most fun times. <laughs> right. Don't you I, 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 I'm glad you feel that, that was, same that was way. Like so Spot, it was so liberating. Spot, I, I'm it's glad you feel memorable. the same way too. Because if someone doesn't have first, the same, and that was my first time on one of those. That things. shit was it, so fun. If, if someone doesn't have the same feeling as you when you experience the same thing, it doesn't it doesn't connect. But the fact that you guys agree, when we were on our road trip, East Coast road Do you trip, remember we the went, circumstances. We went from 
Boston, of course, because I was the one that's like, look at the three scooters. Okay, okay. We were in, we went from Boston down to Tampa. We were in DC, and we we're like, yo, let's see the sites before we do our live broadcast. And they're like, well, you know, a cab or an Uber or a Lyft to to the Capitol building of the White House, traffic and money, and limited time and limited time. So we had like so our an broadcast hour. Broadcast was starting, and then right, like a almost, I feel like a beacon of light came down on them. Oh, there were three no shitty joke. those little bird scooters. And I was like, guys, and you we even, well, I think one of us even had to download the app and we're like, ready? Here we go. Boop, boop, boop. Activated. Like a little fucking scooter game. We saw every landmark. Uh, was it Washington Monument, Lincoln oh, Memorial, everything. White House. The reflection, uh, what is Capital it? building. There is it the reflecting pool, like where Jenny ran to Forrest Gump. Bro. <laughs> we, we, were were, we were right there. Yeah, and we, and we rode around it. it. We rode around it. We were doing laps oh. and then came back right in time for oh, our broadcast. We, and we even got a chance to take a picture of the Washington Monument as our dick. Like we, you did. Know? <laughs> we did. We posed. And by the way, so this story does tie together because, again, memorable. So if I were to tell my bro, bro my bro, bro, you're going to D.C. for the first time. Dude, hear, hear me out. Get on the scooters. I know it sounds corny. Take a picture of the Washington Monument like your dick, you know, but definitely go take. I know it sounds corny, but if you want to see everything and like have fun with it, get one of those stupid scooters. I don't know. Yo, trust me, bro. It's going to be fun. Trust me, bro. So I feel like he his. now. In other words, to fast forward to the Vegas scenario. My brother's on the fence. Like, I don't know if I can go. Yeah, I'm like, I'll go next time. But I still think. His next time should be, we drive there, fly to L.A. We drive there. I think it's more of a fun experience, but we'll see what happens. I'll be in Vegas this week with Rich. Be in Vegas next week. After that, BMW sponsorship. Drag Jordan with me. Have some fun. I'm excited to see. Uh, I'm excited to see what the Vegas casino floors look like. Um, and then again, uh, a lot of us might be going in April for Narzan and party time. Just get and then, together. And then, we, and then we might have a convention uh, at the end, middle end of summer. Hey, you know what? Maybe. And maybe that's when my brother comes, you know? So well, I, we'll I look see. at it this way. If in, unless some crazy variant comes back, I think after all the false alarms. Is this a major announcement? No, I mean, it, it, unless speculation. No, it's speculation. It's just like unless a major variant happens again, we were distracted and are distracted by war, other things, gas prices, inflation, economy. What's a good point? Unless, unless there's a variant that comes back, it's where the, it's the emocron, where where it's you know you didn't hear about the emocron. Oh, you like you start feeling all emo. No, you, do you comb your hair like a no, Fall Out Boy? The when we were young tour. Yeah, you know, the kids there they they got the emo. Yeah. Unless some variant comes out that's worse than the previous ones, even if it's one that's mild, people are done with it. Masks, even in LA and New York, masks gone. So, and it's summer, so viruses. You know, don't they say like we're on a, di- a downslide now? Le- the mo- the least cases, right spot now. The least cases in over a year. No idea. <laughs> if that's the case, play ball. I don't. It, it, unless it's the Ligma variant. I'm sorry, what? Ligma? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't think COVID's going to be an issue. I'm curious to see, is there going to be like a, is it going to be like a, is it, are they going to be like dividers at the roulette table, the blackjack table, the craps table? Is there, are there like, uh, 
Is there a precaution? Uh, oh, look at that. Oh, look look at that. Gang. Which way do I got to go? Uh, clockwise. Uh, clockwise. Clockwise, yeah. Right. Oh, look at how much fun we're having. Look at that. I don't know why Ring of Fire is playing. Because we're owning DC right there. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, that's my... Look, look at that. that. How much fun we're having on those scooters going around DC. Right? It's the most fun I ever had in my life. Memorable. Hey, you know what? To make it a conversation real quick, go around the room. And we'll take your feedback. Appreciate you guys. When I talk to my brother, I feel like, hey, dude, you know what you need to do? You need to drive to Vegas. From LA to Vegas is great. Hey, dude, you going to D.C.? Get on those scooters, man. That way you can see everything. And, you, can, you know, it's fun. Just do it. Trust me. Are there other must-dos? Like, must-dos. Yeah, take a picture of your dick as the Washington Monument like spot. Have to do that. Yeah, you got to lay down on the grass. Got to. You got to lay down on the grass. and You got to lay down on the grass or a bench and position yourself where the Washington Monument's your penis. You have to do that. I've done it. No, no, no. But I, like, all right, ready? We're in Chicago. It's kind of a must-do to go to Luminati's. I feel that way. I believe that. Yeah. Done that. We've done that. You got to get some deep dish. What are some other, like, must-dos? And maybe it's one personal one. Like, when I went to Hawaii, right? They're like, you got to do the Rotahana. Did it. I'm glad I did it. Yeah. yeah. I, I am. I'm really glad I did it. Um, Is it a must do though spot? It's like a a road. Yeah. You take a road to Hana. Yeah. And you stop and there's all these little landmarks along the way and you do all the little tourist stuff that they suggest for you along the way. I'm glad I did it. I don't know if I'd do it again though, but I'm glad I did it. Are there other must do's? Um like did you ride a horse in the Grand Canyon or some shit? Did you f- go oh. down a barrel at the right, Niagara I, Falls? I, uh, like, is there a I, I, I didn't do this, but Spot yeah. and I saw people doing it. We were we went to a wedding in Santorini, Greece, yeah. and people all ride these donkeys down like yeah, the trails. And, maybe that shit yeah. is really dope. I rode one. I've a, never done a four wheeler though. That was fun in yeah. Santorini. All right, so give you me one, one. Try to think of one. I got one. That you did. I got you one did. that I will. I is would it, recommend to everyone, but that you vouch for. I vouch for. Okay. And you guys are going to say it sounds so douchey. Okay. Just because of the name. But I can't wait. I've been, I've been to the Bay Area quite a bit. Yeah. Oh, is this when you were? I, well, I went to the 49. I've been to 49ers games. I've been to San Francisco just to see friends that live there. I, I've, been to the, I've been to the West Coast, Northern California quite a bit. One time we went, Sarah and myself, and we met our friends Turner and Loren. Sarah's Texas pals that I love. Mm-hmm. We actually, we actually took a road trip from, we started in San Francisco. Ah, road trips. More memorable. Went to San Francisco. We were in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. You guys slept we half started our road trips. in We started, what's up, Spot? You guys slept on half our road trips. We started in San Francisco. <laughs> you know it's true. we made our way down to San Diego, right? That's not, I recommend that, but that's not my point. But if you have the ability to do San Francisco, LA, San Diego, over like a week road trip, like start Northern California to Southern. It's fantastic. But when we were in, especially if you can do the coast, Oh, the coast is great. If you are ever in San Francisco with a little extra time to kill the most fun I've had, like doing some touristy shit, we rented bicycles. We rented bikes like mountain bikes. And it was like $25. And you start in downtown San Francisco and you ride a bike. Over the Golden Gate Bridge. So you ride a bike 
over the Golden Gate Bridge. And on the other side of the Golden Gate Bridge is Sausalito, California. So you ride your bike over the Golden Gate Bridge into Sausalito. Now, when you're in Sausalito, California, mm-hmm. there's all little restaurants, cafes, coffee shops, so, so ice cream hold shops. On. I hate to interrupt your story, but tell me about the feeling. No, I'm serious. I will. Let me so, finish. Though. Let me finish the experience. Is it, down, so you, is so it you downhill? Uphill and then downhill. The breeze oh. hitting your face and, and, and you're over so the bridge. You, you get nervous a little bit. So I'm not going to be doing any walking. You're, you're looking around. You're like, oh my God, I'm on a bike on the Golden Gate Bridge. Your Look nuts, at all around. Your nuts fall in a little bit because you're so like, oh. you know, I'm over the bridge. This is scary. It's a railing right there. Oh. oh, I don't like that. So a bike ride over the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. You end up. In Sausalito. You, yeah, but when you see the tip of Sausalito, oh. you look out, you're like, look. Rich saw the tip of Sausalito, but when you see it, like you're like, I think I see it. You're like, look, that's, uh, what, what's the prison of the, uh, Alcatraz. Alcatraz. Like, oh, there's Alcatraz. You go into Sausalito, which is the douchiest sounding city. Alcatraz, he was in my uh, homeroom in high school. Covino, present. Catraz. No, Catraz. Oh, he was first. Yeah, yeah. Catraz. Yeah, what's up? Oh, what's up, Al? Katraz. Then I was always, he was right next to me in the yearbook. It's a little nerve wracking and it's exciting. So you're going over the Golden Gate Bridge on a bike. You end up in Sausalito. Now I told you there's little shops, restaurants, cafes. It's a cute little quaint town, right? And then you hop on a ferry with your bike and you you take your bike back to the bay, back back to San Francisco. So it's sort of like a one-way bike trip because when you get to Sausalito, that company provides a ferry with your bike back. And it was like $25 to rent the bike. It was fantastic. Jordan set on one and it would be memorable, but I, I can't, I don't think I have the nuts to do it. I just don't think I wear the nuts enough. Oh, you have zero nuts. I just feel like I'm past that risky stage in my life. And you're probably like, dude, it's not that big of a risk, but I think it is. But it sounds like a must. I feel like once I do it, I will feel the way you zip, felt about that. Zip like, lining in Costa Rica? I've ziplined, but not in Costa Rica. And I want to do that. I My wife that. wants to go to it. Uh, Sarah wants to go to a sloth sanctuary in Costa Rica. I'm like, all right, one day. But that's like her. I don't know I why. Thought he, I thought he lived with Chunk now. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to live with me now. No, but I feel like I'm going to have the same. Like, you got to do this feeling that Rich is describing. Okay. She wants to take wave runners from oh. L.A. to... Catalina? Catalina, Catalina Island. That's like a two-hour wave runner because nope. a boat goes a boat nope. going fast nope. is like an hour. Nope. Nope. There's, there's sharks out there. That's Papa. the thing, bro. Yo, that nope. and those that those waters are rough. I don't mess with the ocean. That is I do scary. not two, mess with the ocean. Hour, you know what I love? It's a two-hour wave half running. Hour wave running like when you stay on vacation the, and you yeah. stay in the perimeter. <laughs> that shit is fun for me. Your balls are gonna be like. Two hours of like you're in the middle oh. of the ocean. Yeah. Your old man balls. Yeah. And then when the thought like sinks in and the reality sinks in, like, wait, I'm in the middle of nowhere. 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 Yo, I'm telling that's you. Scary, that's scary. Nope. That's exciting. Is, but um, there's sharks for real. There's not they're, only sharks. What if a fucking like big whale, like people go whale, whale watching and nah, shit. What if I see a whale tail and it's not on a fat woman from the 90s? What if I see a whale tail pop up? I'm going to shit my pants. I'm like, I'm going to be she's so. Fat, if she's fat with a whale tail. She definitely has holes in her socks. Definitely has <laughs> holes in her socks. But the point is, can you imagine you finally get there? You're there with your group of pals, your crew. You're on wave runners for two hours. What if your wave runner, con- what if your wave runner conks out? That would happen. And you're in the middle of the Pacific. That would happen to me. That sounds or typical. If or if it flips. Yeah. 
And then I'm in the middle of the ocean. <gasps> Sharks are circling you. Panic. Right? Just stick your head out. Just stick your head out, and they'll think you're one of them. But then you see skull your sharks in, in, hair. in the distance. You're like, yeah, I can see a skull. I can see it from here. You're, Catalina's right there. It's I a, see it. It's an that hour. Be, it's an you, hour you pull long. Through the mist. It's an hour long ferry ride, and that ferry is fucking booking. So on a wave runner, she kind of wants to do hour, it. Like, <laughs> can you imagine a feeling that when you pull up to the island? <sighs> what if the ferry goes by you and <laughs> yeah. a wave from the ferry yeah. knocks you off, and you go flying? All of a sudden, you're in the middle riding a of whale. the Pacific. Ah. What if, you get, what, if you get, what if a whale swallows you? Yo. And you're inside like, the belly of a whale. Me and, and you're like, you like Geppetto. Fucking jeez. Remember, you have to cut yourself out, out before it digests you. But that shit um, sounds like something that if you did, you would be like, yo, bro, you know what you got to do? You got to take a, you got to take wave runners from LA to Catalina. Well, hold on. Lisa, on Lisa brings up a good point on our in-show thread. Now, I do what Jordan says. Mm-hmm. If... I mean, I'd imagine they have a chaperone boat that's sort of trailing you in case. I don't think so, man. They can't just give two bozos wave runners and say, no, hey, two hours that way is Catalina. You, you're going to have a guide but or you're going to have a, a boat that's like a companion. I guarantee it. And then I would do it. Um, I would never go on my own. Spot yeah. on your own is way different than, hey, there's a boat that's like 50 yards away, like sort of trailing you for, you know, I'd just to, worried about like taking a speedboat there. Yeah, it's it's risky, man. Like you're, but it sounds of, like when something, you're in the middle of the ocean, it freaks me out. Sounds like something that you I mean, did, and you're like, "Yo, man, I'm telling you, you got to do it." Like I know you, can, I know Catalina is not that far because you can see it from shore. It's vis- very visible. Oh, well, when you're day. in Malibu spot, actually, when I was with my dad, we went yeah, to Dukes far, in Malibu, and, and my dad's like, "What's that out there?" And it's like you could see it, and the waiter's like, "Oh, that's Catalina. You can see it. It's it's out there. It's pretty it's cool. Big, it's a big we should go back." Any Never other been. cities like must do like I don't want to make it a touristy nerdy conversation, but like it's so dope that you got. You know what's a cool it. experience I've done? So in the Adirondacks, and I feel like I've seen this in other places, on old railroad tracks that existed that they no longer use, they put these like little devices that you sit on with other people and you like pedal and you go like do you That's just cool. ride along the railroad tracks? That's cool. To, like, the woods and by the river and, and all that like stuff. Indiana Jones things. Not like that, but it's you're pedaling, but it's, it's you're, you're driving the car. You're driving the little rail thing. So, you know, this all ties back to, I want my brother to take the road trip to Vegas. Cause I remember how cool that felt to pull up and see like bright lights. is going to set my soul. Wow. So some must do's, some Do. must do's. Do. And uh, maybe we'll see you in Vegas this Thursday, Friday, coming back on Saturday. So, appreciate you guys. Cavino and Rich, first-time adventures. Now, there's other stuff besides the sock theory. And, by the way, how excited do you get knowing that nice meals are not going to cost you any money? I love it. It's like the life of a hot girl in her 20s. Yeah. Imagine like every everywhere you, you go, you just know. Yeah. Like like we just got the we got the little agenda. Like we get to Vegas Thursday, and then we're gonna go to this restaurant. They're like, oh, and we book the team a dinner that, at this restaurant on Friday. And all I'm thinking is like, I'm gonna pig out. Ooh, which restaurant? No, that's not it. I'm gonna pig Cheers. out. Now, besides the uh, sock theory. Oh, Jordan says there's two guides, and you see sunfish. You know how big sunfish are. Oh, tell me about sunfish. Really? They're yeah. gigantic. 
You'd shit your pants if you saw a sunfish underneath you in these murky waters. It's not like you're, you know how you, like all caution goes to the wind when you're snorkeling in nope. beautiful crystal nope. clear water in Aruba nope. or Bahamas and you're in Mexico in a cenote. You're like, hey, there's a hammerhead shark. Sweet. Nope. I guess I'm okay. There's a tour guide here. Yo, when you're in murky fucking uh, disgusting waters here. Nope. Yeah, I don't want to see that. What? No. Nope. <laughs> Yo, you can swim with that? Nope. Yeah, I'm good with that. Nope. I don't need to see that monstrous albino fish coming out to you know say what's up. I would rather I'm have cool. A, get away from me. I would rather have an alien probe my anus than have to deal <laughs> with any sort of sea creature. Yo. Sea creatures to me are are creepier and more dangerous and more mysterious than any sort of uh, alien could ever be. I'm reading our feedback. Daniel hit us up saying, "Tell Jordan." Ask Jordan if she's ever seen a vato get eaten by a shark. No, because vatos don't put themselves in those positions. Vatos, never, never vatos, s- you ever see a vato ride a sunfish? You ever see a vato twin? I haven't. No. You ever see two like vato twins? I haven't. That's a good. That's a good point. Urban life dude hit us up on our text message four one two the letter C in our show. Flew to L A. And took the Pacific Coast Highway all the way up to Seattle. A must do. Great example. I really do. You got to take that Pacific Coast Highway and go somewhere else. Like I said, I I always talked about my trips to Carmel and Monterey and all that area. You got to take the Pacific Coast Highway and just really see where they do these car commercials. You're like, wow, America really is beautiful. Um, Ben hit us up saying he goes scalloping. Through the ocean. White with foam. You see the white. You're like, oh, there's the white with foam that they were talking about. God bless America. We uh, like, this is beautiful. Ben hit us up saying that he goes scalloping in the middle of the ocean in Florida once a year, and yeah. it's pretty exhilarating. Scalloping. I like all these answers. Got a scallop in where? Where's that? Uh, middle of Florida. Got so. a scallop. In the uh, didn't re- Rich request to have his bike seat removed when he rented it in Sausalito? Yes, I, I did. I, yes. <laughs> Vegas is back to normal. I was there we last month. a banana seat. Oh, but it was uh, really a banana they sat on. I was there for the Pro Bowl, guys. 970 hit us up. I was there for the Pro Bowl. It's back to normal. Uh, Vivid Lee, your Asian friend, checking in, saying what's up. Says he's a local guy in Hawaii. Oh, look at that. Well, hey, um, whatever those things are, hit us Come up. The, mu- the must-dos. What are the must-dos? Aloha. You know, I, I'll tell you what, a lot of my must-dos, I feel like, happened internationally. And I, I have not gone internationally as much as I, I would love to. I, I feel like I've seen a lot of places in the world, but not as much as, you know, I want to. But then again, you like to think you live a nice long life and you could do that later. But people say you only live once, Rich, but that's not true. You live every day. You die once. It's true. Now, if you go, Cavino, to Rome... Isn't it like a must-do? Spot, don't you feel like it's a must-do to like no, a must do go to see the Colosseum in Rome and then get some like legit like Italian food? And like, yeah, I feel like, I feel like to me, like Italy. Don't mind if I do. There's so many must-dos in Italy. I feel like getting like paella, walking down like the streets of like Barcelona. Like I feel like there's Barcelona. things, like, I feel like there's things like that you got to do. Like, or got to do it. You know, uh, I haven't done it, but I, I don't know. Do you, you, if you're in France, walk around a casino in Monaco or like, you know, yeah. uh, I mean, we, I, I was in, I was in France and I was like, you know what I got to do? I got to go get like a baguette and just walk around and eat bread. Like you got to You go to Paris. You know what you got to do? You've seen the elf on the shelf. You got to get a, you know, <laughs> if you go continue, carry on. If you go to, uh, 
if you go to Paris, you got to go, you got to get a bottle of wine and some meats and shit like that and sit under the Eiffel Tower. I'm still trying to figure out the elf on the shelf joke. No, go. Continue. I don't get it. Bro, oh, why, can't, why are you stopping me when I'm asking? It's hold a time on. bomb Look. because it's an inappropriate hey, joke from the hold 2000s. On. Hold on, hold on. That was my inner Skeletor. <laughs> You've seen the elf on the shelf. Stop it. Don't push it. So continue. Carry on. Um, my dad went to Alaska and he said. Oh, I'd love to go to Alaska. He Bro. said he goes. <laughs> you know what he did? He I said saw Aurora Borealis. He said it's he saw that. Do. And know what he said also? That's on my bucket list. You go Still on a. Real, B. Let's know go. What you do? You dog go sled. on uh, the dog sled. No, and, and, uh, bro, let's go. My dad's like, you go on a dog sled? He goes, what they don't tell you, though, is that. The, the, there's like shit flying everywhere because the dogs are shitting while that they're running. That sounds like some that Liam fantastic. Neeson shit that I need to do. Yeah, though. dog sledding yeah. in, in, Afri in Africa, in Alaska. You know I want to do that. I oh, I had a friend that went. Speaking of Africa, I really do want to. I had a friend that, that with his wife. He's a uh, his wife loves photography. Their house has beautiful photos. They went on an African safari, and I'm like, yeah, it's a cool picture of, a, of an elephant. They're like. Yeah, we took that in Africa. I'm like, yo, that's when you when the picture. I was like, sweet elephant picture. He's like, I took it. I'm yeah, like, you oh, took it for real, be those Alaska. Are, you can end on that. There's, you, I was keeping that's it. Where I want to go right here. here in America. There's tons of international. It's International Women's Day. Tons of international amazing things you must do. You know, I, I'm jealous of Sarah. Sarah went to Ireland with her friend Julie on like a girls trip, and Sarah did a lot of these like bucket list type of items. But I agree with uh, with our boy Kevin Cedarholm, who said, if you do go to Paris, and I went to Paris, I never thought I'd go to Paris, but you know why I went to Paris spot? Because I knew we were moving to LA. And I said, if we're moving to LA, I'm not going to go to Paris from LA. And I was like, no. from New York, it's a five-hour flight, yeah. six-hour flight. I was like, if I'm ever going to go to Paris. So I surprised Sarah with a week, like a long weekend in Paris before we moved to California. Not and, just one night. And uh, well, not one night, but it was like three, did three nights. It wasn't a long trip, but honestly, seeing the Eiffel Tower lit up and having a bottle of wine or rosé or whatever, like sitting on a blanket by the Eiffel Tower is one of those <laughs> like, yeah, just it, it, it's nothing spectacular other than just like, yo, I did it. You know, your I sister, your sister Dawn just said that. Oh, she's done. She said she, she's done. She everything. grabbed a bottle of champagne, went to the Eiffel Tower and chilled and wait for the sun to set and let it, let it light up. It's beautiful. It's like it was the greatest like, time of her no, life. Honestly, it's, a, it's like one of those like, where am you ever somewhere and you say to yourself like, where am I right now? This is San fucking wild. That was Santorini yeah. for me. Santorini is a beautiful, beautiful place on earth. So make it happen. Yeah. Hey, make it happen. Do what you guys could do. There's to a million international ones that we could discuss, right? Wanted to hear your personal experiences. But your brother Feel going to Vegas, share. flying or driving is how it started. Mm -hmm. Either way, I think the fact that your brother's like a cool young dude and he's and he's I'm in his 20s and he's experience. never been to Vegas, that's your, wild. Yeah, your first experience is the one that stands out. So, you know, make him count. By the way, Tracy hit me up. Tracy Esposito. Hurt my feelings. She said, what? She said our sock theory's bunk. She goes, men have more holes in their socks because they have janky toenails. Plain and simple. It's possible. <laughs> Yo, this is wild, crazy about, news. We're talking about wear and tear, though. Wild, crazy news. Breaking news on the Kavino and Rich Show. Uh-oh. A blockbuster wait. trade. Okay. A blockbuster trade in the NFL. Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos. I told you the Aaron Rodgers things was going to start it's the like process. Domino effect. Domino yeah. effect. After weeks of negotiations, the Seattle Seahawks and Denver Broncos have agreed to terms in a deal that involves Super Bowl winning quarterback Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson pending a physical 
will be a Denver Bronco. This fucking guy. What? I don't know, man. I feel like what? I feel like Denver really wanted Aaron Rodgers. Now they couldn't get him, so they went with the second best. Yeah, but best. I'll tell you, it's not second best. I feel like it's different types of quarterbacks, really. I mean, like, Seattle giving up Russell Wilson means what totally are they going to do now? Totally now ask different. yourself this. But, but why is it all happening now? Because ask yourself Denver's this, buddy like, boy. Well, I guess we can't get him. Guys. All right, just, so Aaron stays in Green Bay. Yeah. Russ goes to Denver. Russ. So where... Russ. Where, where, whose destination is Seattle. What's Seattle's quarterback plan now? Does some young kid get a chance? Does a guy that you didn't think like, because you know, they're talking about Mitch Trubisky yeah. getting a chance now in Indianapolis where yeah, like people that. thought he was like done, like what a bust for the bears. Like no, there's another name that I Mitch, saw. Uh, that looks like Mitchell is getting up uh, in Seattle and it's not coming to me now. If Jimmy G goes to Pittsburgh, it, it's the, all the, lining up. For Jimmy you know, G you know who this looks good now. for too. Now Ryan Tannehill could fucking take a deep breath because Tennessee was a place where people were like, what if they upgraded their quarterback? They would make, that would make him a real contender. But yeah, Seattle's in full rebuild mode. I don't even know if they're going to go after a big time QB right now. Now, does that mean DK Metcalf and some of these other young cats are like, well, then I'm fucking out too. Maybe Seattle is, uh, this is the beginning of the end. Pete Carroll staying for now. Huh? So Russell Wilson, Big news, breaking news here on the Cavino and Rich show. Can you picture Russ? I can't picture him in a Denver Broncos uniform. No. He, like I, for some reason that sounds really odd. Really Even pictured Russell and Wilson in an, shit like in that, an like orange does. jersey. Yeah, that's odd. Russell Wilson wearing orange doesn't look right. Agreed. It will though. A game changer though. I mean, he's Mark, great. He's a great Colorado. How's your brother? We got Russell that? Wilson Is your brother now. Invested enough to care. Uh, yeah, my brother still is invested in football. I have a family update if you want that. Yeah, let's do it. I have a big it. time family update let's do it. that I'm not supposed to talk about. Let's do oh. it, but let's also, let's also. because don't talk about it. No, no, no. Then definitely talk about it. No, because no. the last time I said don't talk about something, someone posted pictures of the fucking girl I had a threesome with. So maybe I don't talk about it. I'll be right back. I got to pee See again. what you did, you little jerk. I'll be back. See oh. what you did? Rich uh, had a gruesome. Who was that? I mean, a threesome, and, and now you ruined it. Who was Look that? But uh, not only do I want to hear the story, I want to go on a little like dog sledding adventure in Alaska. I don't think Jordan's going to do that shit with me. So I could just, fine, I, could, I could shit in your face. Uh, I could shit in snow and throw it at your face if you'd oh, rather. I want to see the Northern Lights for real. <laughs> I yeah, I want to do that. I want to go to like Iceland. Or, I want to be like whoa. If I'm like, going to do I that, like my I want to. I see the Northern Lights and I'm like whoa, and I have a bunch of Keanu moments. Like that guy, like the Spider-Man, English Spider-Man gif. Whoa. And then I, like, and I get right back to normal. Like, I want to go cool, right to the the little huts. Have you ever seen these? No, but I'm, sure. I'm excited to. These little huts in Finland. Yeah. Uh, these things. Yeah. I want to go stay in one of Let's these. Let's go. Let's effing go. The lines. I, yeah. I bet you Jake, our old <clears throat> former associate producer, is probably there right now. So live your life. Live your life. Hey, Live every day. Hey, hey, hey. It's Cavino and Rich. Uh, late breaking news. Russell Wilson. Is it Denver Bronco? I got to let that sit in for a minute. Uh, for those of you watching, I changed up to decor today. I got my Iowa Slipknot whiskey here. It's not baseball season. What, what am I rep- representing the Yankees for? We don't even have baseball yet. So I put my whiskey here on display. Number nine Slipknot Iowa whiskey. I'm going to go to Reykjavik. Oh, for with uh, 
Will Ferrell. And I digest. Yes. Volcano Man. Maybe we go to Eurovision. Like, see a competition. Uh, where's the next Eurovision? That shit would be dope. I would love to see Eurovision. I think that'd you be know, cool to see. I, man, the Russell Wilson things got me like all on football mindset. I feel like all day once we're off the air, I'm going to be like thinking football shit. Because now I'm like, that means, that means oh, the AFC West. Sarah's going to be in bed with you later. Like, oh, it's in Italy. Think, I bet he's thinking about banging someone else. It's in Torino. And Rich is, Richard's Russell trying to picture Wilson. Russell Wilson in blue and orange. I, I just. Uh, I bet she's thinking about other women. I bet he's thinking about other women. Russell Wilson. In orange? Orange. It doesn't seem right. Nothing rhymes with orange. It's on furl. I mean, orange is my favorite color, but... I bet he's thinking about being with someone else. Russell Wilson. It's not really in his color wheel. Um, I don't think the orange complements his skin tone. Yeah, it's like soft. He needs softer tones. What a... More like beige. I mean, dude. Maybe it's a powder blue. Not to get all sports nerd on you, but has there ever been a better division in NFL history as far as quarterbacks? Think about that just for one second. The AFC West will now have... Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, and Derek Carr. Herbert. Yo, that and, and you know how we always talk about how nothing's promised in sports? Like you could be like, oh, they'll get back there. That Derek Jeter clip you showed me. I fucking love because Jeter's like the worst phrase in sports is we'll get him next year. Because who knows if you're ever gonna get another chance? Who knows? Like you have to Gotta wait a whole you have year. to wait a whole year. Yeah. Um we always think that it's just Get them next year. Hope. Yeah, get them next year. It's not going to be the next same team next year, right? You might. You're not guaranteed next year. You might not even make you're the playoffs next tomorrow. year. Yeah, but yeah, you're, you're not even guaranteed to get them next year. Exactly. But but think about get them now. Think about like everyone thought. Everyone thought that Patrick Mahomes' path to the Super Bowl was like automatic for like five years. Yeah. Like you're promised tonight. He's in a division with Got the it. best, one of the best young quarterbacks. Now, <laughs> Russell Wilson. And that Denver defense. So Russell Wilson, you know what Russell Wilson's getting into? Russell Wilson. Blue and orange tight pants. He's getting into orange tight pants. Tight pants. Russell Wilson. I'm not saying his career is reflecting itself, but while Russell Wilson is a star, what did Russell Wilson benefit from for the first five years or so of his career? The legion of boom. The best defense in the NFL with Seattle. Who's got possibly the best defense in the NFL right now? Denver. And what was Denver's problem? They didn't have offense. Russell Wilson and Denver could end up with a few changes and some, you know, maybe a different playbook now that you got Russell Wilson. They could end up, Cavino. They could end up being the team to beat in the AFC. Wild, man. All right. Enough football. Who's the wild man now? Who's the wild man now? Oh, my goodness. Where the fuck? Oh, where do people where the go? wild things are? Well, uh, yeah. How did, by the way, yeah, Kavino, how does Mahomes feel about Russ coming to the division? I'm not feeding into that, Becker. Thank you. Do it. Nobody's monkey. Nope. I won't do it. Do it. No. You know what? Yeah. I won't do yeah, it. Probably can't even do it. Probably yeah, you probably even, can't do it. No, I, yeah, probably, I heard you know Kavino, what? Kavino's Mahomes stinks now. Yeah, I don't want to hear be it. spontaneous. No, I don't want to hear it any, anyway. Don't do it. That's how I operate, man. Yeah. And I'll, I'll give Andrew Sims a shout out. Because he's right. As great as a quarterback Burrow is, mm-hmm. Burrow. we talk about little windows. Who's to say that Burrow. they'll get back? Oh, no, Joe Burrow to the get path, the spot. The path even, spot, even you who don't care that much about football, you know more than you ever did because of Fox Sports now. 
For Joe Burrow to get back to the so Super much. Bowl, even though they're a great young team, that means in the playoffs, he'd have to get past Josh Allen, Mahomes, Russell Wilson, all these right young, now. great players. So, pretty crazy. Let's hear your family update. Nah, no, nah, I'll tell you guys another what? I can't, I can't because people are people are uh, people are fucking yappy. Andy Rivera knows what I'm talking about. I love that breakdown because it makes I me know think of do. that other song too. Hey, what song is that spot? You know what I'm talking about. That song we grew up dancing to. Oh, what song is that? Spot, I, I thought of you. I saw a meme that said, uh, I don't snowboard. I don't skateboard. I charcuterie board. I charcuterie board. That's true. It's true. It's funny because it's feel true. That. I feel that. So, random news of the day. I mean, Rich um, teased us and, you know. Well, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll tell you in a little bit. Um, no, no, it's all good, man. We're good. Random news. No, there's, uh, there's, before you get to random news, I just want to, I wanted to throw something at you. Is that, um, it's a dumb question. Oh. But I'm curious if, as an adult, you still feel this way. So, yesterday, Emmy's brushing her teeth. Ben's getting his jammies on. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. No, 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 that breakdown is, is hard, bro. That guy breaks it down. Whoever that is. That other song, Pepas, has has a similar sort of breakdown. Oh no! Yeah, uh, we said it. Guaranteed, we hear that in Vegas this weekend. Guaranteed, Pepas. So, I got to ask you just because. I wonder if your mind changes as you get older. Because I feel like as a kid, it's a you'd be like, oh, I don't know. So Emmy's brushing her teeth. Ben's putting his pajamas on. I see a big fucking spider on the ceiling. Nope. Big spider on the ceiling. I go, Sarah, there's a big spider on the ceiling. Nope. <laughs> like a camel spider? Sarah, I got it. And I go, Sarah. I'm leaving. I'm, I'm out. I'm with Emmy. I'm with Emmy. You want to get your spider? Because Sarah doesn't kill spiders. Because I would have just, I don't know, my whole life. I mean, I guess you're right. You're not supposed to kill spiders. But Sarah, like. I don't know, the gang will come after you. Sarah puts him in a cup, covers it, and then walks to the porch and throws it in the front yard. Like, she's like, don't kill spiders. They. I mean, they do. They kill bad bugs. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I was like, I, I, don't kill I was like, Sarah, anymore. I'm in the middle of helping Emmy get ready for bed. If you want me, I'm not going to kill the spider because you don't want me to kill spiders. But can you go get your cup? And do you think she's like, yeah, I'll be right back. So she's got a cup. We whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, you have bro, a spider cup. Sarah's about to call you out. All right, go you don't have a spider cup. Oh, I do have a spider cup. You have a spider cup. I have a spider cup. Okay. So what's the deal? Sarah, Sarah came cup. in here. Sarah spider came in here cup. like Rich is lying. Spider cup. Shit. Spider cup. Go to your microphone. Go to your microphone. Sorry. Um, Ew. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a poop not a, one. Not a poop one. You were not in any way, shape, form were going to kill that spider. You're like, oh, Sarah, get it for me. I'm going to come in here with Emmy. What a weak ass. I, you're, not, you're not an offer. There was no I offer. I kill spiders until no, you, you no, you became you, the you spider whisperer. To get there and to handle it. By the way, bro, you don't, don't brag about killing spiders 
too loud in the mean streets. I of said LA, that bro. the cholo's coming after you. Yeah, bro. So, like, what he say about spider? Yo, I saw this guy. He said he killed him. Spider yeah, Harrison. You gotta watch what you say. So Sarah has a spider cup. Spider for the gringos locos. Spiders are very common, like Vato gang name. Oh, spider. spider. Oh, spider. Spider. So Sarah is a spider saver. So she goes to get a cup. I walk back into the hallway and I was like, do you get the spider? And all of a sudden Sarah screams. She's like, it's gone. And now I'm like annoyingly trying to find the spider. I'm like, I, it, it had to go somewhere. It's gonna crawl. And now I'm like, I mean, if you see one spider, there's there's, there's well, no. Sarah, Sarah goes, no, there's probably hundreds of spiders yeah. in this house, like in the walls and the ceiling and the attic and the under. Like she goes, every apartment or house, you're not gonna find the same one. Hope you don't sleep with your mouth open. I mean, you might, but I doubt. And, and I was like, oh. and I was <laughs> able, I was rich. able to, uh, I was <laughs> able to uh, move on with my night. But let me ask you, if you're laying in bed. Let's say you were laying in bed yeah. and you saw a big ass spider like near your bed. Nope. And you missed it. You're like, where'd it go? Can you go right back to bed? Or are you, uh, are you, are you up? Could not, or so you therefore up, I can't. Are you up with the light on being like, we got to find the spider like, now. Fuck that spider. Let's go to sleep. And then Jordan's like, hey, again. And I, it becomes my problem. This has happened plenty of times. Trust me. I do not. I am like Sarah where I used to hate, but I hate spiders. I, I have slight arachnophobia. So I will. I used to kill them, but now I try and scoop them up and get them out of the house. But, but Spot, if, you're in, if you and Kristen They're are laying so in bed and all of a sudden there's a spider on the wall and you're like, babe, stay right there. And by the time you get back with like trying to kill it or capture it, you're like, where'd it go? I don't give a shit. I'm so lazy. I'm like this. Cool. Kristen's the would, spider killer. Would you at least look around for it? Or would you be like, oh, I guess it went away. Like, guess it went away? Like, yeah. Guess oh, it went Jordan away to me. me. I can't do the whole guess it went away if it's by my bed. Now, if it's on the wall and I'm in the living room, I'm like, eh, fuck it. I guess I'll. But you if I think of the weakest story. So this one spider, right? I was trying to like, let's go to bed. I can't until we get it. So we get See, out of Jen bed. Jen said, hell no. I'll, so I, I got to find that I shit. Get out of bed, right? And I, and I, you know, because I couldn't reach it. It was like high. So I poked it and it fell down, right? And it scampered. Behind the nightstand. Hurry up, get it! Ah! So now I got this pressure, and I'm frantically trying to get it just because I don't want to go to bed. Yeah. So I moved the nightstand real quick, and without fail, this thing that says, like, dream or, like, live your dreams that Jordan's grandma gave her went falling off the nightstand because I frantically moved it to get the spider. It broke. And then here I am trying to be the hero. I went live from hero your, to zero. Live your dream but, but, no more. But I killed the spider. But I can't. It was a no-win scenario. I was trying to get the spider, and I ended up breaking her little dream. What do you call it? Dream catcher? A little dream? Oh, no, doodad. How do you do? Knick-knack. If, if you're cold, they're cold, but don't worry. They're already in your house. Yeah, it's not like it's a tarantula. I know. Um, but it's not worth it. You know what? No, we the don't. spider live? I, Who cares? I've always. There's I, more. I, not that I'm cold blooded, but I've always. Spider. I've killed bugs my whole life. Spiders Sarah, kill the other bugs. You know the rules. Yeah, Sarah doesn't Paul kill Mc spiders, and Sarah doesn't kill oh, every kill every night when we open the balcony. Paul McCartney we, wrote we, "Let we, It Be" about spiders. Did you know that? Let it be. Yeah, he did. Let it be. When we open our patio door to let Piper go to the bathroom outside before bed, I have to open and close the door real quick because crickets will jump in our house, and every so every crickets day or so, I see a cricket, and. Sarah's like, it's bad luck. And I think you said bad luck to kill crickets. So again, we got to get our fucking bug cup. I never said that. Shit. Sarah covers it. Paper underneath walks to the front porch. Like I'm like, I, 
I was like, yo, if a cricket's dumb enough to come in this house, I, in my mind, kill it. But it, apparently it's bad luck to kill crickets. Yeah. It's bad luck to kill crickets in your house. So I don't kill crickets but and spiders. Apparently I'm the most uh, sympathetic guy on earth now. They're hard to catch though. And I had a, I had a cricket because I caught a cricket. You ever uh, see that cricket named Steven Seagal? I did. I caught a cricket and I left it under a cup in my living room. And then it got out and it was, then it lived in spite. Uh, spiteful. Lived in my kitchen for about a month. And you, all you heard? All I heard every night. Can I tell was, you? I looked up. I looked up recently the lifespan of a cricket because much like Spot, I was like, there's a cricket somewhere in my kitchen in a vent or something. Yeah. Like this motherfucker. I, and I'm, I'm like, all right, what is it? Well, like it has like a couple months lifespan. So I'm like, all right, how this, how long I have to deal with it? And I would sense, I would go in to try and find it because it was loud. So I thought it was out on the counter. And then the second you get anywhere within like five feet of it, it shuts Stops. up. Yeah. And then you're like, well, like Joe Pesci trying to kill a spider. There's not a lot cricket. in the news today. There's oh, crickets, crickets in the house. Crickets are in the news. But we just announced. Are we Russell, reintroducing it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot, but sure. Russell Wilson. News. news. Oh, is, is, that sp- is it sports news? No. Oh. I mean, sports news. Rando. Generic sports images. So it's Let's International Women's Day. Shout out to the women. We women, love women, 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 women. We already talked about Russell Wilson. Russell Westbrook continues to be in the news. It's kind of sad what's happening to Russell Westbrook. He's getting eaten alive in By Los way, Angeles. It's also National Proofreading Day. Let's not neglect our proofreaders just because women are taking over. It's also National Be Nasty Day. Oh yeah, let's take that. Let's take that and go with it, Miss Jackson. It's if also you're nasty. National Oregon Day. Ooh, girl, you nasty! Shout out to our Oregonians. It's also National Organize Your Home Office Day. Perfect for the pandemic. That's why and I put my little uh, thing. I here. noticed that it's also yeah. National Peanut Cluster Day. Let's not forget the delicious tastiness of a chocolatey peanut cluster. Oh, by the way, Jordan just hit me up to make me feel worse. Women trying to take it all away. Yeah, speaking of women, she goes, no. The thing you broke trying to kill that spider was for my grandpa who died and gave it to me, not my grandma. The spider's dead. But I killed the spider. That is sad. Grandpa would be proud. Dream. <laughs> you crushed. I really broke her dreams. I really crushed her dreams. By the way, tomorrow's national. So sad. Broke national her little statue. But I glued it up. My grandfather gave me this as a memento. Oh, I know. I feel so the worst person. Guys, I'm going to need off tomorrow. Just so you know, I might have to call in sick. It's National Meatball Day tomorrow. So (laughs) when he makes some meatballs, I'm going to be. Is it really? I got to take off. I want to watch you eat them. No, I'm going to be off tomorrow. So you mean uh, I'm getting paid for Series 6M tomorrow? Meatball Day. (laughs) I get paid in meatballs. So Uh, I want to see you eat them, Steve. International Woman's Day. Give your woman a hug. All the women in your life. That's cool. Thank you. What would we be without the women in our lives? That is true. Single men. Russell Wilson. Talked about him. Denver Bronco. Free to smack some ass. Where does the rest of the league unfurl? We'll figure it out. Going to be exciting. Obviously, the domino effect started with Aaron Rodgers, who's staying with Green Bay for four years. Russell Westbrook. Who I often have to, when we're talking sports, 
I always have to get my Russell right. I'm like, Russell, we're talking basketball at Westbrook. You have Sounds to think, obvious, you have to think about it. I, I just, you know, you just never want to say the wrong name. Yeah. Wilson Westbrook. They're always in the. They're always in the. You know, in the I know. News. I know what Kavino's saying though, because I do. It's like a weird thing. You're right, because there's a part of you. There's when been you times say, when you say Russ. There's been times where you've been talking about Russell Westbrook, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking Russell Wilson, Russell, Russell Wilson, because I'm not really paying attention or whatever, you know. So it happens. You know why? Because Russ Russell's not a popular name, and it just so happens that two. Athletes that are in the news quite a bit are Russ, and people will say Russ, Russell, Russ, and I get, I get it, I get the odd. It sounds like I wouldn't get, it, but I get what you're saying because I always have to double think it to like Russell. Okay, Russell, Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. It's also a Russell W. Is in the news for sad reasons. Mm. The press is killing the guy. The fans are killing the guy because he's not meeting his own expectations, right? And. He was first to say, well, yeah, what do you know about my expectations? But he has set the bar so high, and he's just not playing that well. But it's gotten so bad that his own home fans are turning on him, and they've been. That's no news, but Russell Westbrick is is what they're calling him. Westbrick, Westbrick, uh, and uh, you know, bitch ass, and all this other shit, right? You know, it's really unfair. Look, there's a lot of pros of being a professional athlete, obviously. Making bank, living the life, slapping ass cheeks. But you're also ridiculed. You got to deal. It's like, hey, man, I'm a person too. There's a guy right in the front row calling me a bitch. You know, like, it doesn't even make sense, but it happens, right? And that's being kind. You know, they hear a lot worse. Oh, yeah. So Westbrook is hearing a lot of shit. And he's being a professional and he's just dealing with it. But now it's to the point where he says he doesn't want to bring his family to the crypto.com arena he doesn't want to bring his family to any of the games especially his kids he says his kids and this is where it's gone too far so now he's coming at people because he's saying he sees his kid at school and his little kid got a jersey or something and he's proud to put on the westbrook name like i'm a westbrook 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 very proud he said he just realized that recently he went to a father Mother PTA sort of meeting or something. What is it called? Uh, open house. He went to an open house recently or something with his kid. And he realized like how proud his little kid is to be Westbrook. That's Westbrook. Great. He goes, do you think I'm going to take my kid who's proud to be Westbrook and have other people disrespecting his name in front of me? Westbrook. West this. West that. He's like, no. Like, it's just wrong. At a certain point, it's just wrong. And this is my family. And he's gotten real serious about it. And it's really sad, kind of. <laughs> Because like here we are, like we see them as athletes, but like we're shitting on them and their families and their legacies and their names. So now he's like coming out like, "Yo, put respect on my name." Like that's my name. Yeah. I mean, the interaction he had with the reporter, though. I mean, that I saw like a week ago. Russell Russell Westbrook sort of brings on some of the Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook brings on some of the because he's very very Westbrook. There was, a, there was a clip from a week ago. It's a little old news now, but reporters were asking him about his expectations. And he's like, what do you know about my expectations? It's like, I bet your expectations were not to be the 10 seed. I, I'm sure your expectations were not to go join LeBron and Anthony Davis and be seven games under 500. I'm sure you thought you were building a super team and you might not make the playoffs. So let's, so Russell Westbrook played it off like, you don't know my expectations. And it's like, come on, bro. I know now, your expectations weren't this. He's sort of pulling the heartstrings, tugging the heartstrings of like, now you're messing with my family 
and he's not going to deal with it. Like people are asking, well, yeah, what I'll did show you some stuff. people are asking, what did he do? The answer for the non-basketball fans, he's just a star player that's not playing like a star player and he gets paid like $40 million and the fans are like, yo, you stink. Well, he's, he's the caliber of player a, that could take over a game. Is this a situation where he can give it but can't take it? And I know when families come no, into play, dude, it's, but it's like, not... I kind of feel him on that. Kosher, but like... It's like, I could take it, but now you're like... If he's the, you're dragging if, my family down? Right, but if he's throwing out shit to other people, but now people are throwing shit at him and he can't take it, that's one thing. I sent you the link. Uh, if you want to play some of the clip, because you do feel for him a little bit. But again, there's a lot of perks that come with being a professional athlete. He goes, I don't even want to bring my kids to the game because Turkey. I don't want them to hear people calling their dad nicknames for no reason. He's like, yo, man, this is a game. And, you know, you really, you really bring, bring in, bringing me down, bringing my family down. Here, spot. You know, for one, you know, I, I 100% stand behind my wife and, how she's feeling because um, it's not just about this year. Um, right now, she's reached a point, um, and my family has reached a point to where it's really weighing on them, um, and it's very unfortunate uh, just for me personally because um, this is just a game. This is just a game. This is not end-all, be-all, and um, when it comes to basketball, I don't mind the criticism of missing and making shots, but the moment it becomes where you, sh you, you know, my name is getting shamed, um, it becomes a, a, a issue. Um, I've, I've kind of let it go in the past, you know, just because it never really bothered me. But I think he's saying, but now it's hurting his family. Yeah, no, yeah, um, really kind of hit me the other day. Honestly, I was um, me and my wife was at um teacher parent conference for my son, um, and the teacher told me she's like uh, Noah. He's so proud of his last name. He writes it everywhere. He writes it on everything. He he tells everybody, he walks around and says, I'm Westbrook, Westbrook, that's his last name. And it kind of, I kind of sat there in shock and it hit me like, damn, like I can no longer allow people, um, you know, for example, Westbrook to me is now shaming. Like it's shaming my name. It's uh, my legacy for my kids. Um, it's a name that's, means more not just to me but to my wife to my mom my dad uh, the ones um that kind of paved the way for me and and that's just one example i mean that kind of hit myself and my wife in a, in a place where i want to know is spot right or do you feel like stop being a bitch or do you feel like yeah he's making a point i mean yeah, i, I kind of feel I, bad I know, for like in, in, be, in between because it's like i i i don't I don't go by the mentality of like he gets paid a lot of money, so like shut up. So he doesn't want to take his yeah, family to I the mean, games anymore. Yeah, I, I get that. that. I mean, but but then again, and now he's telling people when, you, when you're a star player, you're sort of making a deal that that sort of goes with it, right? It's like if yeah, but can't, like watching Tom Brady, watch to Tom Brady, watch a Tom Brady documentary. Tom Brady talks a lot in the documentary about how. The media says all this stuff, and it bothered him, and he got to a point where he's like, I can't let it bother me. They, because he realized the media has to talk. I don't know, man. You're Russell Westbrook, and you make $40 million a year, and you have created generational wealth for your family for generations to come. Yeah, that kid, I don't think that kid's going to care when he grows up. And yeah, just, I mean, uh, like... Every pair of Jordans he wants. Unless unless people are taunting, <laughs> unless people are taunting it's his kids. Sad, though. When, he, when a fucking Lamborghini rolls out at his, at his sweet 16. Yeah, I mean, truthfully, yeah, I, I get that. Shaming his name is the thing. And and he's coming at people because you know what happens. 
you know, the, the minute I heard his take on this, I was like, oh, he just lit the fire for so many opposing fans. No, they're going to call him West Brick left and right. And what's he going to do? Fight everybody? Chico saying. Because he is stopping. <laughs> dude, he's stopping games. And he's like, don't he's you, you hear him. Like, the mic's picking up. Like, put respect on my name. Don't be, don't say. He's calling people out for saying it. Well, now. Chico said, well, stop embarrassing your family then. Yeah. It's, um, it's, Andrew hit us up saying, yes, uh, there's bigger problems in the world. But making a lot of money doesn't mean you could just be disrespected. That's what I'm saying, too. Like, aren't we better than that? I mean, would you do that? I, He's still I, a man. Cheer and jeer, but to mock someone's name and their kids. But are they doing that, or is he taking it a little sensitive? Well, he it's from that clip. It sounds like they're not speaking poorly of his family. It's He's defending his name. His name. He's Legacy. making he's making it about his family. It's not like people are like, yeah, your kid's ugly and your wife's a, a hoe. He's making it like, oh, you're you're tarnishing my name. Therefore, he's, he's missing a lot of shots. Family. He's missing he's missing a lot of shots. So they're calling him West Brick instead of West Brook. It's, sort of, it's, it's sort of just a, a, yeah, a shitty nickname. And what's going to happen with so his kids when they grow up? It has nothing to do with his family. This he's he is playing a little bit of a victim here. He's definitely playing victim card, but I kind of felt him a little bit. But he's definitely taking a different it's approach. Like your and family he also just gave a, a free pass for every opposing hater. To now call your, him Westbrook. Your, they're going to come at him with the Westbrook. Your family, when they're on their you know lavish vacation in the offseason, uh, I don't think it cares that uh, fans are calling you Westbrook as long as the paycheck clears. Hey, would you call him Westbrook to his face? I, I think but about it. it. it hurt, or even but, in the game, but I would Hold on. Feel, feelings? Hold that. Nothing Listen, more than feelings. Feelings still come into play. Listen. Of course. I get angry. There, there are times I'll read something someone says, and I'm like... I want to tell people to fuck off. And... And you realize they're just having a bad day. And, you need to look the and then I'm like, well, they, they pay for us. They're supporting us. They're here with us. So I'll take it. But I, I do, in my mind, I'm like, I do want them to know. I think they're a jerk off, but I'm not, don't no, say hold on. I'm not going to name names, but I, I love, because you know me, I'm spiteful and I love winning fights. Someone came at me in a text message and I went back at them and I felt really bad about it. And I said that I'm like, Sorry, I said that. I feel really bad about it. Let's work to be better people. And the person responded to me. They're like, you know what? I just get on you for things that I'm not good at. Uh, oh, like a revelation with yeah. each other. And, and I feel like, you know, most of the time, it's just people projecting their own insecurities on you. And, you, you know, you might be in a bad place. They might be in a bad place. You're both human. So things like that happen. So you just, I think you just need to like, Realize it's just the way it is and, and look the other way and, and just brush it off. And I know it's easier said than done. It is, especially when, you know, you're talking about one person. Right. Westbrook has, you know, yeah. thousands of like people are, coming of course, at him there are, under a microscope. And, and it, his comments are very interesting. And when you think about it, and like even Rocket Dog hit us up just now, he goes, just the game? It's your freaking job that you're paid millions to do and care about. Right. So people are taking that in all different sorts of ways. I sort of felt for him a little bit because I, mm -hmm. you know, he wants to do his family proud and here they are mocking his name. That's his dad. That's his son. You know, there's more, it's deeper than that. He's saying I could take it, but it's wrong when there, you're disrespecting it on that level. But it's, it, there is a line. Like it, it's not directed at his children. It's not directed at his family. Like if, it, you know, when people mock you, Kavino, they're not mocking your daughter yeah, but as a or, parent, or Jordan right? or, your, or your ex. They're, yeah, they're mocking you. And that is, as a reflection is not being direct. But if they come out and, and actually right. say. You're, you're, you're little Noah Westbrook, right? You think your dad's a hero. That's for his dad to present. Yeah. No, but you think your dad's a hero. 
My dad's in the NBA. He's probably telling the kids in school. My daddy's my in the NBA. My dad's one of the my top 75 Lakers. players of all time. And then my he dad's goes, a bum. And then he goes to the game, and everyone's fucking calling him Westbrook, shitting on him, booing him. He's seeing his dad fight with fans. Like, wait, we're in L.A. I thought everyone loved my dad. You know, I think there's a little bit something sad there. Yeah. And he's like, Dad, what happened? Why is everyone I thought everybody loved you, Dad? Don't worry, son. Now he's to teach his son. People are jerk-offs. Why Why does everybody got to be a jerk-off? I'm going to put up better numbers. Those are his te- Those are his fans. By the way, we're not even... Put we're talking about numbers. people in L.A. Put up better numbers. It's a little sad. And people fail to think of it that way. I get it. I do get it. I get both sides. I just never thought of it that the way that Westbrook was expressing. So anyway. Any other uh, news alerts yeah. before we get out? Yeah. Russell Westbrook in the news. And uh, Rich, this will blast your mind, I think. I don't know all the details... But scientists like me and Rich yeah. are really busy at trying to figure out how to revive the brain. Like, what is death? I thought you meant socks. No, that's our experiment. Yeah. We talked about it first hour if you missed any of this. And they have pig brains that they work on. Pigs are highly intelligent beasts. And they partially revive the brain hours after death. So they're trying to figure out, well, what does that mean for people? Scientists have restored cellular function in 32 pig brains that have been dead for hours. So here's a pig dead, dead, (laughs) dead, opening up a new avenue in treating brain disease and shaking our definition of brain death to its core. So... I mean, I could go on and on and on. You want to hear the more human, about it? I feel like the human brains are announced on Wednesday. Complex. Bro, brains are brains, bro. We think we're better. How are we any better? We're, we're smarter, better, we're better but, than but it's a pig, still a brain. Yeah. This, but it's still the same shit. Do you uh, eat, do you eat out of a trough and wait wait wallowing your own shit? Do you oink? Do you oink? Researchers at Yale University. Do you School taste of delicious? Medicine. With you taste delicious eggs? with eggs and cheese <laughs> on, a, on a fucking everything bagel. Maybe you do. A system roughly ana- analogous. To a dialysis machine called Brain X that restores circulation and oxygen flow to a dead brain. Well, here's the question then, Kavino. I know you might not have the answer because you're not a uh, pig brain surgeon, but if they're reviving a, a brain dead person, uh-huh. are you just seeing brain activity? Because there's people that are brain dead that they could probably create activity again, but doesn't mean that they are, there's, they might be vegetables. Well, they're really like, excited about it because it helps us better understand us scientists better understand how to treat people who have had heart attacks and lost normal blood flow to the brain. So they've revived right. dead brains in 32 pigs. Seems like almost seems like, pretty a sleeper, like a sleeper. Yeah. What, what is that it movie? also raises the question again, like what is Clock death? Like, all right, well, you know, we, we gave this guy, we pumped him up for flat fucking lines. an hour. He's flatline. He's dead. Is he really dead? Well, that's the question that people never know. Like, what if, you went, what if you went an hour and 10 minutes? Spot, you, uh, you've Yo, talked about this. by the way, this. I have a story, a personal story. Well, that's the you, thing. You talked about this as your family, uh, as a lot of, uh, yeah. When Dude. your heart stops, your brain is still functioning. It, there's, there's different systems in the body that have to work together so in this, order to keep you alive. This story, this research also opens up that question again. Well, what is death? If they could bring it back. And here's the, the harsh reality. Jordan's sister's friend. Jordan, one of Jordan's sister's best friend. Oh, sorry. This is probably, the worst, probably the worst joke ever. Continue. Yeah, it is. It's a man bear pig. It's a man bear pig. It's a man. It's a bad, it's bad. Damn, man. It. 
one of Jordan's sister's best friends. Okay. Dad uh, caught COVID. Uh, yeah. I don't like where this Dude is was going. in a coma for like three months. They were like, he's, he's dead. Like, we're going we're gonna to have to die. The guy is fucking alive now. They were going to pull the plug on this guy and the family just because they're religious and shit. Like, no, we have faith. Like, keep him alive. And the doctors are like, why yeah. are they not pulling Dude, the plug? They were like, like this, this guy's dead. They were like, everyone called this guy out. And I like, I stopped asking about it. I'm like, oh, that guy died yet? Like, no, he's still like, still, he's still alive, but still they're fighting. saying he's dead and whatever. I don't know. So, like, they just I, haven't pulled the plug on how him How long yet. was he on a machine? Three months. Damn it. Dude, all of a sudden he's, I, I'm pretty my, sure Jordan's going to hit me up. It was four months. Chris, I, told, but, I told Kristen my cutoff is a month. It's like that movie. Uh, That's it's, my point. It's, it's like that movie that's streaming again. But everyone on, uh, was calling his guy and then wanna, calling quits on him. I don't want to move to he's a, alive. Because there comes a point. They keep you in a hospital and they monitor you. But there comes a point where you have to be moved to a long-term vent facility in order to be sustained on life. And you can it's, live. It's and you like can that stay there. Mark Ruffalo, Reese Witherspoon movie yeah. that's streaming again on Netflix. I think it's on oh, Netflix uh, or just Hulu. Like Kevin. Just like Kevin, uh, where, where Reese Witherspoon's in an accident. They think she's like. Dad, they want to pull the plug, but her ghost is talking to Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Great romantic comedy. Yeah, it is really great. Um, <laughs> you don't, like I always just said to Kristen, I'm like, you know, I want a fair shot, but I don't want to be on a ventilator for the rest of my life. I want, I don't want to go to a long-term care facility. So it, when the hospital is ready to ship me off, that's when you pull the plug. So what is that, I've, three months? That's No, oh, I think it's a month. I think it's like a few weeks. Uh, I'd want more than a month. I would say give me three. If if Why? if uh if you like had a because this guy lived if, three if you had months a, if you had a terrible accident, I would never want to be, I would never want to be like, not there but there for my whole life like for you, you don't want to be that person that doesn't communicate for decades and then finally dies. I think you pull the plug after I think three months is fair. I think three because a month if you. What if spot? What dude, if dude doctors put this guy on comfort care without asking the family. They just went ahead and did it, which is the equivalent to pulling the plug. They thought this dude was done. I assume and they after did. three months, and, and I'm not saying did they check brain a, activity? A coma is the same thing as brain being death. brain dead. I'm just saying what is death then? Because they thought this dude was he was done. He what was toast. Is death? Baby, after three don't months, kill me. he pulled one of these. Oh, <laughs> I'm back. He's like, back. Uh, and he's, I'm like, like Steven Seagal and Hard to Kill. Yeah, like, like Kill Bill. So anyway, the fact that they're able to revive these pigs. Pussy wagon. Who've been dead for hours. Just makes you question, well, what is death and and what does that mean for us? I saw other articles spot about this. Right. The one I just read was from Nat Geo, but the other articles speculated on you could essentially it makes you speculate what is death, but it also makes you speculate like they could just keep a brain living. So if you can keep a brain living, does that mean you're like permanently yeah. dreaming and active? Like like if you're like in that movie upload that TV show upload on Amazon, I'm trying to find the original so article, if, but they okay. posed the question. If your conscious could, if, if your conscious could permanently be there, right. right? It's that movie, that show upload that you've never watched, have you? If your brain on Amazon, if your brain dies, right? Yeah, your heart can keep beating. Like if you if you have no like active brain thought, which is why heart transplants, your heart can keep beating. If your lungs fail, you can use a ventilator to keep yourself going but your brain and heart might still be good. If your heart goes, I think you're done because if without your heart beating, that's, that's what's sustaining your life. It's unless they hook you up to a heart lung machine, the thing that's pumping blood through your body and oxygen and all that stuff, that's what's sustaining your life. But where, where do you think your so, life's really captured in your brain now? But right. 
but it, it like I feel like your but heart what if you can die in, what if you die brain. what if you die in upload yeah oh is true in the or, in the TV uh, show in the TV show upload on Amazon yeah it's like based slightly in the future where when you die you are your your consciousness goes to like a, a, a heaven type of place and you can still communicate with like your loved ones but you're not alive like your body's not there but like you almost could pop up on like a fucking screen. Well, That's cool. Read more about it because like I said, they do further explain about, well, does this mean that they could just keep brains alive like endlessly? It's, I, I just feel like the human brain like synapses and, and, you know, connections and all that stuff are a little bit more intricate and the slightest thing that's off could like, doesn't allow the brain to function. So I, I don't what force me, but like you can, the t- like sustaining tissue and cells is one thing, but functional cognitive thought is a completely different thing. It's wild. So have you seen upload by the way? Tissue versus thought are two different things. Have you seen up dog? What's up dog? Oh, not much. What's up dog? <laughs> What's up with you? <laughs> Good one. Jim Ramsey loved it. Oh, Thank you, Jim. Thank you. $10 million man. Dave Castillo. He said, Hadaway's next song is what is death? Baby. Don't hurt me. I said that. I sang that. Mr. Wheeler. What's up, Mr. Wheeler? Um, but yeah, no, listen, guys. It's, uh, it, it is interesting. Women. Hey, by well, the way, a special thanks to all the women that support our show. Yeah. Like, we have lots of awesome women that hang with us and, and put up with us and laugh at our stupid jokes and support us. And every single one of you, I appreciate you. Yeah. What is that, Spot? I was just playing around. Oh. Show's over. My tinfoil hat? Spot made us bald. Thank you're, you. you're bald and I have so, a tinfoil hat. Thank you to all the women that support our show and all the women in our lives and my moms and Jordan and Melody and Sarah and Kristen and Emmy Bear and everybody else. Thank I you. assume shout that I assume that if you're in a coma, of course, for seven, if Phyllis. you're in a coma for years and years and years, uh, all you need is like probably a few weeks of training like Steven Seagal and you then you could you're back to normal, right? Is that the most unrealistic scene in a movie ever that Steven Seagal was in a coma? For seven years, and he was able to train to be a martial arts expert after like a week of muscle, no muscle atrophy, nothing. The guy was just kill Bill. He was just good to go in like a week. She sat in a car and made her big toe wiggle, based on the teachings of Pai Mei. Hard to kill. Kill Bill's so great. Kill Bill's probably better than Hard to Kill. Way better, <laughs> but Hard to Kill might be Steven Seagal's best movie. All right, uh, wasn't there a movie where he was suspended between two airplanes and? and- that was together. John Claude Van Damme. No, John Claude Van Damme was had his legs spread between two uh, eighteen wheelers. Remember, and he did a split. Oh, Chuck Norris did the planes. Was it? No, no, no he's right. Steven did? Seagal did, it and he died. It was a, it was a movie where Steven Seagal died within the first ten minutes, but he tried. To, he was outside in the air, like pulling two planes together. No. Yep. I'm telling you, he's right. He's right. It's a movie where you're like, what? I think he smashes two planes, planes together. Plane. Planes. That's pretty. Oh, unrealistic. executive decision. Yeah, pretty unrealistic. Well, <laughs> now, I don't know what's more unrealistic—the fact that he pulled planes together, or the fact that after seven years in a coma, a week later after training, he kills all the bad guys. Can we just watch? <laughs> Want to just watch a movie? Can we just, no. Can we just watch him fighting? This is unrealistic too. Where he touches people and they collapse. Steve, we're watching Steven Seagal fight. <laughs> oh, man. Kenneth is saying it never happened. It's Mandela effect. 
What? This is the laziest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> it's like me doing karate at the weekend. <laughs> Steven Seagal's a badass. Yeah, he is. Oh. All right. Well, anyway, it's National Women's Day, not Steven Seagal Day. No, nah, it should be. Well, hey, have a great Tickle Sack Taco Tuesday, and we'll see you guys back here tomorrow. Until then, arrivederci, baby. See you in the promised land. Goodbye.